0: Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I Jamila. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection, one spine number at a time in order to release <gasps> this week. We're two men and a woman, but that woman is a podcast.
1: Hmm?
2: This podcast is a hundred percent masculine.
0: As we watch spine two hundred and eighty one in the Criterion collection, mm-hmm. Francois Truffaut's Jewels and Jim* from nineteen sixty two. But first, RJ.
2: Yes.
0: Oh, what a world we live in! Explain. I don't know. It seems like there's like it seems like a lot's going on. I don't even know, man. I kicked off my socks today, got fucking blisters. Wow! Like, what The fuck? What's going on here? <laughs>
2: Wait what do you What do you mean you got blisters? I got like, I
0: got like fucking blisters from like walking today, like, like back, like heel, heel, or... heel, yeah, heel, heel blisters. So are your
2: socks? Were they socks too small for your
0: boots or, or what? Or too big? I don't know. They 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 rubbed me raw, and I got blisters. They rubbed you raw, yeah. Now they're all fucking water filled, gross blisters. Pop them. Oh no, I can't. I'll, I'll let them. Uh, I'll, I'll let it sort itself out. But it
2: get big and then they
0: burst, they burst, they burst.
2: When I uh, first started dating Andrea, uh, I once tried to take a light bulb out and I got blisters all over my fingers. And uh, a day or two later,
0: what? What, what, How? What? (laughs) I
2: tried to take a light bulb out while it was still on Wow, that burnt my fingers. Well,
0: see, that's... i was 19
2: uh and then i got blisters all over my fingers and then one day she was over there and i i used to have a pocket knife thing like i i just had lots of pocket knives and so i pulled out this big one i just popped them all (laughs) and she was like what (laughs) the (laughs) fuck and i was just like you gotta get the i was like you gotta get the fluid out girl and she was like
0: that's for uh, for the healing RJ, it's for the healing
2: and uh, that's when she left i've just been telling people she's still here for years and Mm. years yeah, That's so crazy. I sh- she left.
0: Well, I'm glad uh, it did. The, the infection didn't like set in, and you didn't lose your hand or something.
2: Oh yeah, that knife was 100 percent dirty too. I <laughs> yeah, used that to like perfect. cut like c- like cigars and stuff. Like
0: it was oh, gross. Uh, fish out cat litter. <laughs> fish out cat litter.
2: Yeah. Uh, popping uh, holes in the beer cans for shotgun in. Like that <laughs> knife was used for a lot of weird stuff. Everything. Dude. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend once who dropped a burger in an ashtray and then he still <laughs> ate it. <laughs> that was a ham meat.
0: Uh, uh, as a, no. Well, I mean, it's all in the name. It's all in the name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just he dropped it in the ashtray of his truck. And then he, he's like whoosh, whoosh, kind of blew it off. Yeah. Give it a shook.
0: Yeah. Another
2: yeah. dude I knew one time. Uh, he I think I told this story before. He was eating a whopper and the tomato fell out onto like a gravel It was like an alley, the alley between the Burger King and the uh,
0: schools where we used to go to school. So probably like just lots of spit and cigarettes and gum and what have you. Maybe some other fluids. Yeah, the Uh, what have uh, you.
2: Yeah, he picked up the tomato, gave it a shook, shook, gave it a shake, and then put it back in the Whopper. It was pretty horrifying.
0: RJ, that's why we have an immune system. Allegedly. it's why It'll fend anything off.
2: Well I know I know Oliver Granger is uh scoping out mall food and grabbing any scraps he can get, so I'm sure he'd be all for this uh this kind of lifestyle, but
0: oh, man. not me man. What a it's like what kind of what kind of world are we living in? Is this the post apocalypse? Uh I
2: mean it's way past that. Like uh, we're we're in we're in the end days, I think.
0: <laughs> we're out there. It's almost done. Looking for water.
2: It's almost done. We're we're close. That's we're close. Good.
0: good good yeah um yeah well that's that's probably like one, probably the greatest four minutes of our podcast ever bl- bl- blister bursting <sighs> dirt pot <laughs> dirt tomatoes <laughs> yeah ashtray burgers, yeah,
2: yeah that uh yeah that's i mean that's pretty much my life dude, before the podcast that's that was what you all the things you used to do. When I lived behind the Pizza Hut, that's the kind of stuff I was getting into. Such more
0: innocent days. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you've got a data poster. <laughs> I
2: mean, I like that. Except my cat was trying to like, my cat was trying to get the thumbtack out of there the other day, and I was like, "Hey," because you know they're gonna eat that and it's gonna mess up their tummies and stuff. You know, you don't want that. No, you don't want that, Jared. How's
0: your don't. week been?
2: uh better now that you're here
0: oh you ever hear that I say that a lot at work oh and it touches everybody
2: yeah as soon as someone's just like uh how's it going I just go better now that you're here and they go okay (laughs) (laughs) okay uh yeah no I mean things are fine over here uh busy week we had a lot of uh, entertainment content drop on the uh, streams this week Mm -hmm. so uh took me a long time to get through that uh that stuff. Um,
0: That's a tease.
2: It, it's a tease. Yeah, I got all sorts of stuff to talk about this week.
0: Um, I don't know. Have you Have you uh, liked the Sons of Batman Facebook page?
2: What is? Can you explain the, uh, all's, the idea all
0: All all I know is that this This is a suggested group to me. Like, fuck all weekend, and all of this is. Snyder cut mm. like memes.
2: I I have noticed because I, I did some some Duncan cut tweets on uh, our Twitter and stuff, and I keep getting updates for Snyderverse things, and I'm just like, it's like, yeah, I'm interested, but uh, I'm not sure why they're sending them to the creeps. Like, I, I I guess I did use the hashtag a couple times, but yeah, you know. So did you dabble into? Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get. There. Look we'll at there. But yeah, I don't got much going on Jared. Like I mean, I don't go out very often cuz I try to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh but um well, I guess but nothing. You
0: know. Yeah. I I'm, I'm trying to remember um since we've been we've been talking about our good friend Mr. Covid oh, a yeah, little a sure. little bit more often. Yeah. Um we did it. Creepsill did it. We we crossed oh, yep we crossed the line of uh 500 active cases mm-hmm. um with style i think we've mm-hmm. uh we we topped out at 534 yesterday dropped a little bit to 5 500 and something 500, 508 or something today so we're good we did it um, we've accomplished something one well, in one in 200 people yeah, now I was gonna now say. have the infection <laughs> the disease yeah. i was going to say to put it in,
2: uh, into perspective like uh uh our province is the worst province in Alberta, and our city is or, currently pro- the, wor- the country. worst city. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, worst province in the country, yeah. and our city is the worst in the province. Well, I, I,
0: I do believe uh, the town of Drumheller per, uh, per capita is worse than us. Drumheller? How many people even live in Drumheller? Exactly. Like 10,000? Like uh, yeah, I think nine. I think there's like 61 cases or something. So they just all Car- have it. Car- Cardston's worse than us, but they have like ah. but they they have way less like actual cases than we do. We're we're, we're we five hundo baby.
2: But they don't drink alcohol in Cardston, so I think that's got to no. be
0: part of it. No. And uh you know the the as uh, we're informed the variant of concern has now taken up to I think 25% of our active cases. At one point it was 0 and mm-hmm. now we're at 25%. So it's going to keep on going. Uh, unchecked, yeah. but you know, RJ to tie this into what we're supposed to be doing on this podcast, which I guess is discussing movies.
2: Nobody gives a shit about that.
0: It's true. I don't, I don't think they do. I yeah. don't think they do. Well, uh, some of our local theaters are not too pleased mm. that they were informed on Monday that, uh, the, the stage three plan in the path forward mm-hmm. were, were, uh, were cu- sidelined, uh, kiboshed for the time mm-hmm. being, as we see how things go, because uh, they were expecting that they were going to be open for business here this week. Yeah. And uh, they are not. And uh, as the owner of uh, one of our theaters said, I'm mad as hell. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and as as they and like the bigger chain will tell you, uh, there has not been a single documented case of COVID 19 in our industry. I mean, th- it's and, and, no one's going. Well, really. because how many people have gone to theaters? Like, how, how many opportunities yeah. have there been in the last year? Theaters have been closed.
2: Like, I, yeah, that's kind of, like, I get where the person's coming from, but it's, like, that's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Dude. Well, your, your, your company ha- has been closed for, like, a year. So, like, I get the stress there, but it's, like, no one's going to see movies, man. Like, what are you talking about? I do, I like, I will agree that, like, in our province, I think they're opening up swimming pools,
0: well, but not movie well, theaters. Yeah. So it's well, like, that's
2: a little ridiculous. Well, yeah, there's, but... yeah, oh,
0: yeah. The fact that like pubs and restaurants, yeah. like it's unfair. It doesn't make sense. Um,
2: yeah. But... Where's the money? Because that's, what, that's what's open.
0: Yes. Yeah. The- theaters are kind of getting the brunt of the cuz the idea of just sitting in a room it's like well no one's facing each other it's like yeah but they're just you're breathing the same air there's no like guarantees yeah. in circulation we we still have like no real confirmation on like how people get it but you know, the, the whole thing about, too, is like, well, you, everyone's going to be wearing masks when you're, they're not eating popcorn. And I'm like, I remember when these guys were allowed to be open last year, uh, kind of in the early summer, and they did not stress the mask thing. They, they only mm-hmm. did that when they were made to. And I go, fuck, fuck your, your peoples and your, uh, same, well, we're following guidelines. It's like, what guidelines? Like, everyone's just no, making it up. As, people are making it up as they go. Because So, I mean, all you can do is keep yourself safe.
2: That's like uh, that's like uh, our elected officials doing things like, um, what were they saying? They're like, well, we trust kids. Kids will make the right decisions. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. well, mm-hmm. we only have problems because some people are gathering outside of uh, work, just at their homes. It's like, once we get that under control, it'll be fine. We trust them. We trust. Mm-hmm. We trust. It's I'll... like, no, people suck, dude. Uh, yeah.
0: In yeah. People in, suck. In another uh, update, uh, last week I had made some comments about uh, – Creepsville Police. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not sure, RJ, if you saw in the news that uh, uh, the provincial justice minister said, shape up or we're going to dissolve your entire service.
2: What do they mean by shape up? Like, like have a plan. What is that? Act-
0: ha- have a, a plan of, like, dealing with the shit of, uh-huh. like, what's going on, of Copland down there. Or, yeah. like, we'll just, you know break up your police i guess everyone will we won't have a police force anymore nice. uh someone else will take over whoever that yeah. is and uh i'm like that's all that's good that's great this is this is a lot of fun we, we're so, we have a pandemic we won't have a police force anymore from like corruption uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's good maybe it could be you me i could be the police sure
2: i mean I, there's not I, a I, of requirements
0: I, I could be the law
2: i mean i um, am the law you remember
0: that one? I'm. I'm that's exactly. You, you see remember my, that you one, saw my, You saw my line, yeah. Uh,
2: I'm a law You remember that one, Jared? I'm the law. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you could be the uh, the police chief. Me? Ah, wow. You personally?
0: Man, I can finally wow. bust out my Punisher regalia.
2: <laughs> Ooh! I know you've been. Been, I know you've been waiting a lot for that blue uh that blue streak on the <laughs> Punisher symbol. Oh, yeah. My favorite my favorite people. Do you think that the Punisher would he'd go Is there a Punisher comic where he goes after police like a whole police uh well,
0: dirty cops. Heal. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's one of the problems. That's when the cops have to go, "Oh boy. Now we gotta go get Frank Castle." Cuz <laughs> cuz so, he killed a cop.
2: What do you think uh Punisher would do to say policemen that were following like an elected official
0: mm. and
2: like digging into her personal things without reason.
0: I don't well he would punish them, but I don't know if he would like punish them hard.
2: Is there any Punisher comics where he like does stuff to people but not killing them where he's just like he does something he worse
0: goes, maybe something worse than death.
2: <laughs> like he goes into their apartment and turns everything like upside down or moves everything like an inch to the left like mm. as a punishment?
0: No. I mean, maybe maybe that's what um, microchip does. Microchip, whatever micro. Micro. Yeah, he had he had a little he had a sidekick named Micro. Yeah, Micro. Huh. Oh yeah, buddy. But just just Micro. Sorry, he went by Micro. David Linus Microchip Lieberman. 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 David
2: Linus Microchip Lieberman.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's a mouthful. Or micro
2: that's less a less mouthful.
0: Oh man, he was he's even in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What? It's who? He's played he's been played twice. Uh Eben Moss Bachrock on the TV show and in Punisher War Micro was played by one Wayne Knight.
2: Oh. Oh, I remember that. That was awesome. But sure, Warzone's a good movie. Are you going to watch that anytime soon? <laughs> I think I I think I've seen it. Oh, it's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Yeah, I'm all about this kind of thing.
0: You're yeah. all you're all about Micro. You're on board. Yeah, all
2: about Well, when it's played by way, when it's played by Wayne Knight, yes, I am all about Micro. In more than one way, my friend.
0: mm In more than one way. Yes, I have seen I have seen Punisher War Zone. I was like, which one was that? Ray Stevenson. That's right. Dominic West is was he Jigsaw in that. Yeah. Uh
2: yeah, yeah, he was Jigsaw. He but, gets he but, gets dropped in some and uh, some stuff.
0: I don't remember Wayne Knight though. I don't remember, I don't remember Newman.
2: Maybe he was in the background. Maybe he was off panel. Off panel. Yeah, do you know about off panel?
0: I'm aware. I listen to this podcast. Oh, okay. I, I listen do you to, think other I
2: people li- know what that means when we say that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. People have to write in, but they do that anyway. Because we got emails, RJ.
1: Uh,
0: females? <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah. Uh. Well, first up,
2: Ries Huckstuhl. Wow. The strudel king of New Hampshire.
0: Spring is in the air. That's the, t- uh, that's, that's the title. Oh, of email. I thought you were
2: just—I thought you were just talking about the Strudel King, hackstall
0: Hey, Jerry and Loaf. Ooh. Hope you are enjoying spring thus far. I know the time change where you set your clock ahead an hour hit me like a ton of bricks, but I am more or less good now. After beginning my year off on a self-described Duncan-esque pace, I have Ooh. fully settled into Criterion creepdom and apparently no longer watch movies. Nice. Yeah, excellent. Yes, that's what we're all about here.
2: We're Our podcast is trying to destroy the things you love. <laughs>
0: that's right. Uh-huh. P- podcasting is a hell of a thing.
2: It's it's a lifestyle.
0: I have, however, been watching an HBO show called Ramy and enjoying it Ooh. a fair bit. You guys should check it out. I'm unfamiliar with this show. Do you know said show, Jerry? No clue. Never heard of it. Oh.
2: Well, you don't do anything other than paint, right? That's right. And watch King of the Hill.
0: I'm not even, I'm done King of the Hill. Did you mention? Are you
2: watching something else now?
0: Uh, we'll get. Did there. you
2: start a new show? We'll,
0: we'll get there. Okay. 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 Now, time for something I've been wanting to riff on for quite a while. Oh. Boat movie question of the week. Boat movie? You guys hear about this? You seen this? They got you movie. seen these boats out there. They, they got movies with boats in it. What's your they favorite? What's your water. what's uh, your favorite boat or boat adjacent movie? Anyway, fellas, I got some new paint for some model kits. Got to figure Ooh. out how these things work. Have a good one, sugarhead. What kind of what kind of paint did you get, sugarhead?
2: Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Did did he actually ask the boat question or was he that did. you? No, he did.
0: Oh okay. I, about, we'll get there. But I want uh, next time, sugar. You gotta. What, what kind of paints did uh, mm. D- Dylan hard sell you get? Some of that lacquer. You Are you gonna get an uh, airbrush? What are you doing over there? What uh?
2: What is like the rundown on paint? Like, what's <sighs> a normal paint cost? You like ten dollars?
0: Uh, sometimes.
2: Is that like expensive? Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're really little. What are they like? Five bucks?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, most of the one line of paints are about 5 bucks. Yeah, paint will... 17 mils of paint.
2: 17 mils?
1: Hmm.
0: That's that's nothing, my friend. Right over here in front of me, uh, I ordered some uh, Molotow Liquid Chrome. This is 30 mils, and this cost $55. Wow. That is $2 a mil, thereabout. So, uh... That's a one-time deal. I haven't opened it up yet because that is wow. that is some money right there. I've got an idea. I've got some some plans, big plans. Have you um, ever
2: thought about where you could put this money elsewise? No. Okay. No, I'm that's good. fine. I'm good.
0: Uh, well, boats, RJ, for yeah. for or against? Just in general?
2: Yeah. I'm pro boat.
0: You're pro boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's an RC boat line, pro boat. Pro boat?
2: Yeah, I think I'm pro boat.
0: Okay, I am anti boat.
2: Uh, for any reason or?
0: Never met a boat I liked. Oh. Hmm. So, wait.
2: Have you ever been on a boat? Yeah. What kind of boat?
0: I don't know. Different types. I've been on ferries. Um,. There was like that weird, weird little one in Waterton. That that boat.
2: You ever been on a canoe? Uh, yes. How, how was that? It's
0: fine. I like, I like being on the water is okay, but I mean, why? Maybe we need to cut out boats. We got. It's got to be a different way.
2: What would you? What would you? Uh, stay dry to stay, to
0: stay to you know, stay dry and enjoy water.
2: Oh, I see. I see. Uh, what's your favorite boat movie? I might say "Gone Fishing" with Joe Pesci and. Uh, of course you would. Um, Danny Glover.
0: Da- Danny Glover. Make-
2: Danny Glover. There you go. If you know who I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to look up boat movies. What about uh, a night a night to remember?
2: Uh, like the Mandy Moore film.
0: Uh, no. How about the Criterion movie? Both the a Titanic.
1: Rem-
2: oh, I remember liking that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. How
0: about one of the greatest movies of all time, Master and Commander? That's a good boat film. How about, as far as boat films go. How about where we need to get a bigger boat, like in Jaws? Did
2: you know the guy who wrote the Jaws book? He said it was his greatest regret in mm-hmm. life, Jared? I, th-
0: I heard that somewhere.
2: Did someone ever tell- Has anyone ever talked about that?
0: Does Triangle count as a boat movie? It's It's on a boat.
2: Uh kind of,
0: yeah. Uh, dead calm, sweet, and his boat, boats. We said dead calm, sweet. Dead calm, yes. We're, those are do you def- I understand what you said there. Uh, deliverance, that's a boat. Mm. They're on boats.
2: I'd say that's questionable.
0: Life Aquatic, they're in like it's boat definitely sub. a boat film. Yeah, it's got both. Crimson Tide, that's a sub.
2: Uh, like a submarine
0: sandwich. Yeah what other what oh, okay. is sub i know yeah how about under siege the
2: steven seagal film
0: yeah and tommy I, well i think it was a tommy lee jones movie
2: but steven seagal is in it as well right yeah he shows up okay i don't think i don't think i'm familiar with this film jared i don't think i've ever seen it you've never seen under siege doubtful maybe what? parts of it come, like middle of the night come on
0: man that's sad. Right. That's just sad. I thought you were all about ninety sweat. How many Steven Seagal I, I movies? How boy. many How many Steven Seagal movies have you seen? Let me see. He sucks, by the way. Let me like. Let me not oh, be. Oh, I like, know. That's why I'm. He's. Like, I know he's, you're a supporter. He, he's. But... He's the shits. Like, but, yeah. but Under Siege is. Uh, I mean, it's it's Die Hard, on a boat.
2: What about Die Hard on a bus? You ever seen
0: that? <laughs> I uh man, the day someone makes that movie. <laughs> going to be pretty good it's, right it's gonna be a good one
2: jared can i blow your mind for a minute i'll allow it you're gonna allow this yep uh my steven seagal count yep three
0: okay well that's less than me I'm at, i might think seven
2: oh, okay i thought you well i thought you. Well, would it's, hey it's, de- it's
0: definitely going up by one in a couple months
2: because of uh, the Bruce Valanche film? No. <laughs> you can watch that for your birthday next year.
0: The Bruce Valanche film? Yeah, Steven Seagal's why, a film why, called... Next year? Yeah, why, why Why not this year?
2: Oh, I meant this year for your birthday,
0: okay. yeah. Well, uh, Steven Seagal has apparently been in 69 movies on wow, box. Wow, that's
2: intentional. You know he did that on purpose.
0: Well, I'm sure he'll keep... T- oh my God, I can't believe it. He's just so ridiculous. These posters. <laughs> and all this like latter day shit. That hair of his. And you gotta all, all, you gotta check all, out all I need to know though is uh he got choked out by Gene LaBelle and shit his pants. That's yeah. that, that's the greatest of all things. So
2: You just gotta check out a uh, Tom Segura's stand up on Steven Seagal. He does a whole thing about it. It's oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yes. About his favorite cheese being Havarti and stuff like that. And his video, his like his escapades in Russia where he's tra- showing people how oh, to do fuck. like jujitsu and oh, stuff.
0: And he
1: sucks. And like,
2: uh, he always taps Whoa.
0: his arm and then he flips people. If, if uh, people are interested in really embracing some Seagal, they should uh, tr- watch like a, one of the clips that's on YouTube of him doing his uh, guest spot on SNL. Which is widely regarded yeah, as one of I the worst. I
2: think that's the second time that's been brought up this, oh, But people, uh, this month.
0: it's unbelievable. You have to watch it. Like, come on, folks. Yeah. Do, do me a All favor. Right. I want to hear back about how bad it is. Because holy shit. That meant whoever thought, hey, this is a good idea. This guy would be funny. <laughs> nope. Nope. No?
2: Just not? No. Just flat out, no?
0: Flat out, no. How about Waterworld? Mm,
2: well, Joss Whedon is a uh, it's got bad dude. What? Apparently. He wrote that movie, didn't he?
0: Waterworld? Did he? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I didn't know about that.
2: Yeah, Joss Whedon wrote, wrote Waterworld. I'm confident on he, this. And if I'm wrong, he, I'm co- I'm still confident.
0: Well, you are confidently wrong over there. Uh, no, who D- wrote Waterworld? D- uh, David Toohey.
2: Joss Whedon is attached to this movie somehow. Well. I well,
0: know he is. Definitely not at all, as far as I can see.
2: Man...
0: Why do I always have the wrong info? I well, that's kind of your gimmick.
2: What the fuck? I, I could have sworn Joss Whedon <laughs> wrote this fucking movie. Who the hell is David Toohey?
0: Is this like the Berenstein Bears?
2: Maybe the story was from uh Joss Whedon.
0: No, I don't think so. What the fuck? Okay, I'm I gotta muck this oh up. Oh my god. How about Friday the thirteenth, part eight? Jason takes Manhattan. I don't mind that movie. I think that movie's fine. So you're, about, you're like that boat.
2: Okay, Joss Whedon flew out to the set last minute screen, write, uh, screen rewrites.
0: Uh, okay, so he, he did a little bit of uh, script doctoring.
2: He did some script doctoring. Okay. See, I, kn- I knew I couldn't have been totally wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, like it's it's, a, good, it's a good thing you're such a big fan.
2: Of Joss Whedon?
1: Yeah.
2: No, just Waterworld in general. I saw the Waterworld exhibit when uh, I went to fucking um, like Universal Studios when I was like eight or something like that. It was mm-hmm. pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah, well, I, at least I wasn't completely wrong or else I would have had to quit that's the good. podcast.
0: <clears throat> well, you, you know.
2: I mean, I'm still going to, but at least I didn't have to. It's tough but fair. Yeah, that's a, That's our whole life, tough but fair.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin Peterson writes. Oh, yeah. The Baby. last blockbuster. Like you and me? Hey, Jared and RJ, what's happening? Jules and Jim Week is finally upon us. The movie you guys were surprised to see, I only gave two and a half stars when I asked for a signature Creeps review at my Letterboxd profile. Here is a quick recap of my review. Criterion describes Jules and Jim as being one of cinema's most captivating romantic triangles. Hmm, if they say so. Watching these friends be manipulated by their female obsession, Catherine, was a chore to sit through back in November of 2018. Maybe you guys will inspire me to give it another shot. Mm. So, this afternoon, while working, I got to experience the ironic pleasure of kind of watching and mostly listening to the last blockbuster documentary on Netflix. Mm. What are some of your favorite video store rental memories? Did you still have any small mom-and-pop video rental places in Creepsville? Uh, yeah, I've seen a bunch yeah, of people we had a log in this documentary. Are you going to check it out? Uh, maybe. It's it's uh, probably perfect fodder for uh, miniature painting accompaniment. It's definitely in
2: the uh, Duncan wheelhouse, I believe. Sure. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, we had a couple, like uh, the famed Crazy Mike's video. <laughs> I no, that, that was a
0: chain. That was a chain.
2: That was a chain? Yeah.
0: Damn. American chain. And then and it came up here as like video update.
2: Yeah. That was the Canadian
0: vid- version. And then there's video gallery.
2: I think there was one that was just also called video rental.
0: Like it was really <laughs> lazy. It was just like video rental or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah there was uh, movie gallery was not bad. The, the video cinema. I'm not sure if that was local or specifically or not.
2: Uh, I don't remember, cause yeah. you're older than I am.
0: Yeah, and then do do you remember Twenty Four Hour Video at all?
2: Uh, I they, like a little bit.
0: It's on the corner where uh, Popeye Supplements is now. That was a that was a video uh, store.
2: Yeah. See, I used to go to the one by Robin's Donuts, which is another lost franchise, which I wish we still had. Robin's mm-hmm. Donuts was very nice.
0: Uh, a fran- a donut franchise that still made donuts in house. Yeah,
2: very good. And then that, yeah, now it's
0: a fat burger, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when um, there was, uh, was it this, what you, what was, it was El Camal, and then before that, it was Smitty's, but I think before that, it was like a donut place. Is it Robin's Donuts? I can't remember how, I can't remember the history of it anymore. No, sorry, that's in the strip mall near it, but it was like old-fashioned donuts, that's mm. that that's old old old. Like I don't even know if that was around by the time you would have been like aware, aware aware of the, your surroundings.
2: You know some people have described you as an old-fashioned donut. I I would take that as a great
0: compliment. What kind of really? donut though? As an old fa- like as in the old fashioned?
2: Like an actual old fashioned plane. You
0: know, those are pretty good. Yep. I got to say.
2: Good Dunkin donuts, you know. You
0: yeah, know. It's all in the name right there. Good well. good Dunkin donuts
2: good duncan oh jared
0: come on oh (laughs) oh you just saw it coming so do you have any uh video store rental memories
2: i mean i think uh on maybe on one of the Ghoul schools we've talked about it a little bit uh mostly just being afraid of the hellraiser dvd yeah i think that's my biggest video or
0: vhs tape
2: or yes the vhs uh the cover of hellraiser just scared me all the time so i'd always walk by it really fast because i tried not to look at it and it's like you knew where it was so you try to move by it fast um trying to sneak into the adult section once or twice
0: <laughs> Take a, taking was, taking a peek
2: taking a little peek what, there. What, what, was, what, what did you see uh, things like yeah you gotta ask you're not ready buddy <laughs>
0: you see titties or you just see like a guy just, like looking at these tapes and he looked over at you and went oh, that's, a chi- was, that's a that's a child
2: yeah I think it was just a dude
0: yeah
2: yeah just a dude there so not great um but uh
0: most of my memories I think now when I think of video stores was uh like it seemed like in the latter days where you would rent like brand new movies off the shelf like stuff that was like maybe out for a week you'd go home and play it and it was all scratched up and start skipping you're like how is this possible like, it just, it's brand new. It's been maybe signed out once. And mm-hmm. people immediately just like, oh, well. <laughs> just throwing it around yeah. like a Frisbee. Yeah, playing with the dog, the cat. Yep.
2: Just maybe taking a shit right on it.
0: <laughs> if you're lucky.
2: So that's why I don't, yeah, see, that that was the bad thing about the rentals. You'd like open up a, you'd rent like a hot N64 game. You'd open it up and there'd just be a booger right on the cartridge. And you'd be
0: like, oh, good. Did any of the video stores you went to as a kid uh, still have popcorn?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Popcorn. Um, like all sorts of candy and things like that. Fre- uh, fresh popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one you. right beside our house did.
0: <laughs> you want a little bang?
2: And I think that was the video rental. Mm-hmm. Is all like that. And it was like a chain too or something. It was just video rental. It was a video update for a while as well. And then I think it maybe changed hands or something like that. But yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, we had we had some food.
2: We had some candy.
0: We had some food. It was we had some candy I, There was a the window of time. At, I think it was like when video cinema was like in its fair, like its biggest location possible, and you'd have like a little plastic card that you would that would indicate that they had it in stock because they did not want to put the actual media on the shelf for fear that if it was stolen, because that was mm-hmm. back when tapes cost like you know hundreds of dollars, and so. They would have little plastic cards that would indicate, well, you have to take this up to the counter, and then they would go into the back and find it. And but what if they couldn't find it? And they go, sorry, computer says we have it, but we can't find it in the back. That was a that was a real pisser when it came to uh, video game rentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I've uh, I'm well familiar with that dance. Mm. And it's happened to me.
0: Or when you get a game times. when you, when you're a kid and you get a game and uh, no instruction manual
2: uh that one was tough or renting games i think i've mentioned before but like there were a couple games i rented that were just too fucking hard like uh superman 64 i had to oh. I, I had to get my mom to draw me back i felt like a piece of shit because i played it for an hour and i couldn't get past the first five seconds and i was just like mom it's not gonna work I, you I hate, gotta take me back in
0: I, I hate this game
2: i was like this is gonna ruin my whole whole weekend man and then I think I just rented something that I had played before that I knew was good because I was just like really broke my spirit.
0: Yeah, you needed a boost in your confidence.
2: So like I said, I felt like a piece of shit. I was like, I can't play this game. You gotta take me. You gotta take me back, mom. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well, that, well, we'll add that to the great legacy of Superman sixty four.
2: That uh, that it made a little like a ten year old feel like a piece of shit.
0: It, it made everyone feel like that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure my mom didn't feel great about it either. I mean, the store was pretty close. It was not even a five minute drive, but at the same time, it's just like, it sucks. It's
0: mm-hmm. not how, I'm
2: sure, not how she wanted to spend her Friday night. Mm hmm. So, rentals.
0: Goat movie question of the week. Yikes. After recently finding out about that infamous butter scene in Ta- Last Tango in Paris, what are your favorite Marlon Brando movies? I would, of course, have to go with The Godfather. And I need to give On the Waterfront another look soon.
2: Uh, from, Steven, it- from
0: Steven Seagal to Marlon Brando.
2: That's a natural transition. Look at their weight.
0: <laughs> well, one's you dead. I don't know. I well, one's
2: I- almost there. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I I, I got to say, my, my favorite Brando is, without a doubt, uh, that champagne commercial. What? The champagne commercial.
0: Champagne commercial?
2: Ah, uh, the French.
0: That's, oh, uh, no, wait, that's, Arson that's another, so that see, RJ. That's another fat man. That's another fat man. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, that, that was a mistake.
0: Wow, RJ. Just... Did you
2: know Joss Whedon wrote Waterworld?
0: <laughs> well, he, he did a little bit of work on it.
2: Uh, no, actually, you know what, Marlon Brando, I like it. I think it's, like, the score or something with uh, <laughs> Edward Morton.
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's I, good in that Yeah, I remember I saw that movie in theater.
2: I like the score Did when you, I saw it.
0: Uh, you know, you know who directed that?
2: Frank Oz, baby. Mm-hmm. Frank Oz. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I like the score. It's good stuff.
0: Man, I'm gonna go with uh, that. That'll be fuck, my favorite. I've only, I've only seen like 14 Brandos.
2: What about Superman Returns? Have you seen that one? I have. Yeah, he's in that. He is. In case you didn't know.
0: Oh man. I think he's really good in one like Jacks. Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Who do you think would win in a fight? Marlon Brando or Orson Welles?
0: And actually, he's uh, also in that movie, a uh, war movie I watched a few years ago, Moratori.
2: Yeah, but who do you think would win in a fight? Between Brando oh. and Orson Welles.
0: Oh, I think Brando probably has had to fight. Well, I don't know. Hard to say who, who, uh, it was more of a violent person that would, like, be accustomed to throwing hands. I imagine I imagine they've both eaten their fair share of sandwiches, if you know what I mean. Ah, is, now is this going to be an eating contest? That's going to be a whole different Yeah. Thing.
2: What about an eating contest?
0: <laughs> was it pie? Hot dogs?
2: Ah, uh, lasagna.
0: Lasagna.
2: A really thick, hearty meal.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck.
2: Have you ever seen this uh, island of Doctor Moreau? Because it looks pretty awesome. Mm. The, the Val Kilmer one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Is it that, good? That that movie uh, that was my Superman sixty four <laughs> of two thousand
2: twelve. You rented it. You were super excited about it, and then you got home and you actually watched it.
0: Well, I watched it um, with uh, Corian Lawrence, and I didn't watch another movie for oh, like over a year. Not over a That year. sounds about right. Mike for like a couple months. Uh, but, but you know what I was probably watching at that time? Deep Space Nine instead and and, re- res- and wrestling documentaries. That's fine. No. Yeah.
2: The uh, the banner for this movie is terrific. It looks like Ron Perlman is a uh, cheetah,
0: mm-hmm. potentially. Well, uh, speaking of that, though, because that whole movie, um, it's like tangential to the director, the one who's supposed to direct that movie, Richard Stanley... Old mm-hmm. Richard Stanley directed Hardware and um, Dust Devil and Color Out of Space. Apparently, uh, he's he's a, a woman beater, <laughs> allegedly. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. So his uh, his Nick Cage Lovecraft trilogy that Spectre Vision was going to do, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to happen now.
2: So like, is that good or bad?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, it's uh, dark shit. Dark, dark bad bad uh bad story i was reading that i think last week and i was like oh yeah that's never
2: good you hear you hear about this joss whedon guy apparently he was doing some bad stuff too just all around just all around yeah. i mean i th- i'm fine with well,
0: that nothing nothing's really come of that one yet of joss whedon yeah
2: well i mean he, he's not doing anything
0: that's true he hasn't made a movie since <laughs> ultron that, 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 no that's not true is it Maybe like one of those musical things. I
1: thought
0: that was a while ago because he did Justice League or finished. Justice oh, League. Oh
2: well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and now what and he and, did and, now, is... and now and now
0: everyone hates him. Yeah. Oh, Joss.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh yes. Yeah,
0: a... So this is this is weird. So yeah, they don't even give uh, him Justice League uh, credit on IMDb. Joss Whedon.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't really even know what he did. He 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 did a couple of reshoots, and he, then re, he wrote he
0: wrote some stuff. I and mean, yeah, yeah. But you're right. He, according to IMDb, Avengers: yep. Age of Ultron is the last thing that he did. Oh, and he's got a TV show coming out, like
2: coming out soon. Because yeah, that's like, gonna get uh, it's HBO, It's HBO Max. Bit roasted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, They're gonna rake it over the, the coals. The, if you know what I mean? the, the Nevers an epic tale following a gang of victorian women who find themselves with unusual abilities, relentless enemies and a mission that might change the world. Do you think he abused those women on set? Well, I mean Nick Frost is in it and uh, Elizabeth Barrington, Ben Chaplin, Anna Devlin, Laura Donnelly, Martin Ford, Vinnie hmm. Vinnie Heaven, oh. Zane Hussein People. Oh, shit. People, 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 people. Pip Torrens. My goodness. Pip Torrens? Yep. The one it's
2: in 100% not a real name and you know it. It's
0: show business, baby. They call
2: me Pip Pip Torrens.
0: <clears throat> Foodie question of the week. Oh, yeah. We're still doing this podcasting. <laughs> what are some of your favorite things to eat or drink that are not around anymore? I miss those sleepovers in middle school where we could would drink a whole 12-pack of Surge soda in order to stay up yeah. all night and play GoldenEye on N64 and the nice pizza buffet place we had called Pizza Inn which would have all kinds of great unique options at the time like cheeseburger and dessert pizza. Thanks for the time creeps and I am looking forward to RJ's in-depth analysis on the glory of the Snyder cut and where he wishes the story would go next if the Snyderverse was put back on track. Cheers. Prepare,
2: prepare to be disappointed. My uh comments are gonna be very,
0: very slim. <laughs> uh so food that's not around anymore.
2: Uh well, I've already mentioned uh Robin's donuts.
0: Yeah. That's I mean don't but donuts still exist, but that particular chain. Yeah. Okay.
2: Actually, so I brought this up like a week ago. So delicious. I really miss that candy. Right.
0: Especially the ones that
2: were shaped like um the root beer mugs. Fuck, that was good.
0: So right beside the old video cinema with its little plastic cards, there was a bakery, and in that bakery hey. they sold cinnamon knots, which are like a I don't know a little baked thing that I've never seen any other. I've gotten cinnamon knots. I don't think they were like these cinnamon knots though. Like they have like yeah, but they're like but your the cinnamon knots are are they the ones that are like kind of wrapped over top of one another and they're long, or are they well, like it looks
2: like a knot, man.
0: Like a knot, like yeah. I know sometimes, sometimes these stores they sell cinnamon braids or cinnamon twists. Cinnamon twists, yeah. These were like a knot. It was just like a Mm -hmm. a donut, and I don't know. This bakery though, they nailed the cinnamon syrup balance so well, and like they kind of even toasted them a little bit. They were Mm -hmm. so great, but long gone.
1: Hmm.
2: That does sound good. I mean, I th- I think we could find some for you.
0: Cinnamon knots, think. but will they be as good?
2: Ah, uh, nothing is as good. No. Nothing is as good as it
0: used to be. none of the local bakeries do them. Um...
2: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I've had I've definitely had cinnamon twists, braids, and then like I think I've had cinnamon knots at like uh, somewhere in this fucking city. <laughs> I feel like I have. I just can't remember. There you go. Just can't remember,
0: Jarrett. Mm, 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 so, it's just sort of delicious for you?
2: <laughs> yeah, that candy was amazing. Yeah, I miss it. It was really good.
0: It's really good, man. Actium Jackson Maximus. Oh, yeah. Creeps, killers, and car perverts. <laughs> oh. Those, these are a few of my favorite things. Oh, dear. Hey, creeps. Hope this gets to you in time for today's episode and that it finds you in good spirits. I've once again found myself watching a few certified Jarrett picks, particularly the incident in American Psycho, and had a few questions with regards to them. Primarily, I was struck by how vile the characters are are in the incident and the presence of the bystander effect in the film. The only film that has had a similar impact on me with regards to how unabashedly evil someone's actions felt was in Russ Meyer's Motor Psycho. And I was curious as to any instances where you were uncomfortably repulsed with contempt for characters in a film. Hmm. hmm. Frequently? <laughs> well, I mean, to, a, to, to this degree that I think he's mentioning. <sighs> Fuck. I don't know. That's a good question, but I don't know if I can come up with something off the top of my head that's like good.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, the incident so that that movie like will uh trigger some uh like stress in some people, I think. It it nail it nails just like the intensity of the situation of mm. like being trapped on this subway train with like just I don't know scum <laughs> like really real bad dudes. That like yeah. have like like whatever we want to talk about a moral compass or a moral core or anything like that. It's like nah, they're just there to fuck with you and uh, terrorize people, and everyone just sits by. And you're like, well, as long as it's not happening to me, and then eventually, mm-hmm. then then comes your turn. Eventually,
2: is that what people say when they're listening to this podcast? They're like, well, as long as it's not me.
0: Yeah, but as long as it's happening. But but to someone but else. but who's the victim? Well, us. Still. We. <laughs> yeah yeah anything come to your mind a movie that like a real uh that kind of experience
2: i mean i honestly i think i'm like that with like most movies that i watch no no maybe not most but with many films hmm many
0: films do it <laughs> In looking at American Psycho, I was generally curious as to your guys' opinions on the film. While I do enjoy it overall, there's a sense with regard to the end where I don't really like it's complete in what it's trying to say. And finally, I got around to watching Future Creep crash and was curious as into your opinion on it when you first watched it, given that I'd have to wait 14 years otherwise.
2: Now, is he talking about uh, the Paul Haggis crash?
0: I believe he's speaking about the Cronenberg one. That is in the Criterion Creeps. Uh, not creep the Paul one form. day so far I found it to be quite excellent and potentially my favorite uh, from Cronenberg. keep up the great work Actium Jackson Maximus well thank you Jackson see so, um, so yeah, American Psycho it's been a, quite a while since I've seen it
1: mm-hmm.
0: the last time I watched it though I was still I did quite like it but I could definitely see the the ending not uh, maybe landing and maybe um, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I can see it. It's been, I, I'd have to see how I feel about it rewatching it now. I mean, I I really like Mary Heron as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like in the window time when she was good because her next movie was Notorious Betty Page, which was less good. And now now she just strikes a bunch of TV stuff for like HBO. Like she, all right. that. she was all over Six Feet Under and other yeah. series. I um. I
2: like. I remember liking American Psycho. I can't like. I, I do remember the ending, but I don't remember if like it hit with me or not. Mm-hmm. I don't. Rem- I don't think I was put off by it or anything like that. I thought I, I like. I remember liking American Psycho. So mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's been on my rewatch pile for a while now, but I just haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of things, I just haven't watched much of anything. And Crash, Crash. I have not. I've only seen it ever once. And that was a long mm. time ago now. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I was crazy about it, but I was probably fairly young <laughs> at the time, and that movie didn't have quite the what I wanted out of a Cronenberg movie. Yeah. Uh, probably, I guess. But yeah, I, I, I would not be surprised if I liked it a lot more on rewatch, but or not. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those things with, like, J.G. Ballard adaptations, though, where mm-hmm. it's uh that it's it's gonna be strong one way or another. I feel like it might be a funny games thing, where you oh, you either yeah. you're gonna love it or you're like gonna just hate it, or or just not care.
2: See, that's a movie that I really didn't like. Yeah. Like uh, what uh, Actium Jackson Maximus question was earlier. I I think Funny Games sucks, but that's just me.
0: But but did you have like but you didn't you just didn't like the movie. You didn't like get the reaction of like oh my god, these characters like these these two characters are so vile. I can't take my eyes off the screen. No. That, that, that's a different kind of reaction. Yeah, that's
2: a different reaction. I just thought the movie was shit. Yeah. Which is a form of vile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I
2: I mean if you if you want to get into specifics. Yeah. I don't know like I'm kind of the other way where it's like, if I don't really like what I'm saying, I don't usually try to force myself. Like, even with, like, say, Gummo or Happiness, uh, I watched it all the way through. I guess in those situations, I gave it a good try, but uh, by the end of it, I just went, click. <laughs> I said, see you later.
0: Wow. That's, pretty, so, that's, that's so meta.
2: What, wow. click? Yeah. Like the hit Adam Sandler film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a big Adam Sandler boy, right? <laughs>
0: Next up, Sam Sanchez. Oh, baby. No subject. Oh, shit. Hello, guys. Mm-hmm. Not too much this week. First, just wanted to correct Mr. Baylog on mixing oh, up his cartoon bullies. oh The idea. he's ragging on your cord is not from King of the Hill. But oh, no. When, but when Jimbo wanted to trade belts with Bart, since Bart oh. had a high-tech belt with turn signals and all. Just right. wanted to point that out. Do better next time, RJ.
2: Uh, I can't. I've already made so many mistakes this episode.
0: (laughs) He's ragging on your cord.
2: He's ragging on your cord, man. I do remember, like, as soon as you said Jimbo, I was like, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I'm glad that the Sams uh, of the world can uh, rectify these mistakes. Mm -hmm. But uh, Joss Whedon wrote Waterworld, so
0: (laughs) that's the one thing I'm confident on. Also, this past Sunday, I just had my fantasy baseball draft. I was hoping for a fourth or fifth pick in the draft since any of the top five picks were good enough for me and fairly even, and and I'd rather just be forced to pick whichever fell down to me and then get a better pick on the next round. That said, of course, I got the first pick in the draft and had to go against Mike Trout and went with Ronald Acuna. He's not better than Trout in actual baseball, but in fantasy baseball, the fact that he can steal a lot of bases makes him more valuable. I have a championship to retain, so I'm happy my team, anchored by Ronald Acuna, Nolan Aranando, and Bo Bichette on on offense, and Lucas Giolito, Zach Allen, and Corbin Burns. These are all not real names. Those are not a
2: hundred percent real.
0: This is like uh, the shitty names that come out of a name generator that nobody picks.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, For actually, like- I don't know.
0: Corbin Corbin Burns does sound like a WWE, like NXT developmental guy.
2: It also sounds like someone who would have been in the movie Maverick.
0: Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns. On pitching, you know I mean? uh, pitching can get the job done curious about Jarrett's analysis on my draft and I'll be sure to update you guys throughout the season in depth um well yeah I, I mean Jarrett has
2: done nothing but offered in depth analysis of sports oh yeah uh, for the last four plus years yeah. so um yeah that's definitely something that we aim to uh give the viewers and uh, the listeners yeah. out there
0: let's, uh, let's I, I'm gonna do it I'm, I'm gonna look up Ronald Acuna.
2: real guy are you gonna add that line to the back ronald Acuna, ronald Acuna, Acuna jr jr do you remember that part in uh, harry potter jr it's good stuff it was funny yep
0: hey, yep yep uh, what are you doing over there i'm just looking at, i'm just checking out these people okay anything good well, I mean, I don't have, like, a gut reaction to, like, I had with uh, Mr. Trout. Uh, mm-hmm. Nolan Hernando, sure. This is exciting podcast material. Just tell me what, see, tell me these, the bottom like, line. The, Would these, you
2: date him or not? Would I date him? Man, yeah. I don't know. Because yeah, that's all that really matters. That's all people care about.
0: T- is this guy Duncan see, no, no, is he, Yeah, let's see. How tall is this guy? One Because that's the thing, it's like some of these these photos are very deceptive. That's that's always the thing I'm curious about with baseball players. You see these guys in real life and you go, holy fuck. Mm. Yeah, well, so this guy's six foot one. So he's like about my height. Thereabouts. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's that's baseball. Actually look, then there's like these like man mountains you see, they're just like fucking jacked. You're like, good God. Like me. Um Beau Bichette.
2: no like a man mountain like me
0: you're a man mountain in a special kind of way
2: I know I know I know
0: oh Beau Bichette plays for the Blue Jays
2: uh yeah you didn't know that you idiot
0: <laughs> you big idiot
2: nah I'm, just nah I'm just kidding
0: he has very long hair
2: just like you what <laughs>
0: I mean okay. your hair's kind of Okay, boring. one more one more. I'm gonna look up Corbin Burns and see if okay. uh, Yeah, so far it's like It's like, I don't know. Looks like a ball player. All these guys.
2: Well, yeah, he plays some ball. Well, I hope Sam's season is uh
0: Man, Cor- Corbin Bur- Corbin Burns looks like such a regular guy.
2: Uh but, like a Duncan guy?
0: I don't know. He, did, he, he looks like a guy that like comes in looking for like RC parts and like Maybe he's interested in uh, sports cards. <laughs> he just looks like a guy. Hmm. Also, long hair. The the mullet's back. I'm glad to report. Uh.
2: Is yeah, the mullet has come back quite a bit. Hmm. Yeah, quite a bit.
0: <sighs> Last email. Thank you, Sam. I am. Yes. Yes. Thank you to Slam Machine. No.
2: Yeah, I know. He's not Slam Loveman, but he's a Slam machine in a different type, oh, in no. a different way. I
0: don't know about that. Finally, Jared Berger with an email entitled, Shitter. The Shitter? Shitter.
2: I hey, do cre- like the Shitter.
0: Hey, creeps. Yeah. The nasty Texas storm put me off my movie watching groove with no internet for a little while over a week's time. So I haven't been on top of my creeping game, but I will surely get back into things. More recently, I spent a lot of time on the shitter due to antibiotics I'm going, I'm taking for a UTI. This has got me thinking, what are some memorable bathroom scenes from media? Favorites of mine I can recall, Psycho and Enter the Void. I'm sure you guys have much to discuss for the main attraction, so I will forego the food talk. Jared Berger, wow. real guy, and as an addendum, he wrote, By the way, I just heard your message from the end of the last episode. Enjoy the break. Well, we'll enjoy it next week he's the only one who who did hear that i i imagine yeah, that's right
2: so, sorry what was the question
0: uh favorite uh bathroom scenes from media
2: oh a hundred percent and i know you can back this up the uh, shitter scene from Dreamcatcher. <laughs> you remember when he has that alien stuck in the toilet and he yeah. uh he wants to get that toothpick jason lee mm-hmm. that's that's got to be one of the top shitter scenes that Dumb and Dumber is another big shitter scene.
0: In fact, Dumb and Dumber's got two.
2: Yes, it does. Uh, I'm talking about the the big shit scene.
0: Mm. The, uh, the Jeff Jeff Daniels. The Jeff Daniels. Where he's shit really scene. punishing that bowl.
2: Uh, I mean, that's one way to describe it.
0: Hammering it.
2: That's another way to describe it. Uh, yeah, those would be my two: Dumb and Dumber and Dreamcatcher. Those what are the.
0: What about Jurassic Park?
2: I mean, that's a that's a decent shitter scene. I mean, as in terms of where shitter scenes go, I guess Train Spotting
0: has a pretty good shitter, shitter scene. You know, do you remember that one? You know, I know what you're talking about, but that is a movie that I probably should revisit. Train Spotting. Yeah,
2: I watched it when I was a little kid, and it made me cry because yeah. there was a dead baby in it, and I was yeah. like, I was like eight or nine years old, and my brother watched it with me, and I was like, Why are you showing me this movie? I was like, I
0: don't understand. <laughs> Brotherly love, uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, that's got a good shitter scene. No. He wears his house coat on the shitter.
0: And one of the great shitter scenes of all time, lasagna cat.
2: Mm. That's a big one.
0: So, yeah. Sex phone G- survey.
2: Does this one count? In Ready to Rumble, they drive a shitter truck where they, uh, they suck out and clean, uh, porter potties. And the truck tips. Does that count as a shitter scene, do you think?
0: What about in Henry 2? Where Henry uh, is a porta ported potty salesman.
2: Uh, I prefer Henry. Or deliverer. Yeah. Return. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good one.
0: Yeah. What about? Hmm. Poo. Poo. What about poo? What about poo? What about Unforgiven, where a man goes to take a shit, and is murdered. On the shitter by a blind kid. Uh,
2: I mean, that's how I've always wanted to go out. I don't yeah. know if it'll happen, but <laughs> no. I've always wanted it to. Well, I'll
0: put it. I'll put it on your wish list. <laughs> to uh,
2: yeah, just make sure it's the right blind kid.
0: Murdered on. Well, I guess he. Was, I guess he was. He was more just. Uh, very very nearsighted.
2: The, uh, the blind kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was something of that
0: along those, way. along those lines along those lines
2: well I'm, I'm glad to hear from all of our friends yes, around the world
0: indeed that's that's emails yeah what a what nope. a journey what a no journey it's females.
2: been emails no
0: they've left <laughs> they, they yeah. got they got their coats <laughs> those two
2: or three that were here they they, 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 they realized enough. their mistake pretty fast they, i'm sure
0: they've had enough
2: yeah that's fine
0: you yeah. hey rj yeah. <laughs> what you have been creeping on this week? Uh, stuff? Yeah. Oh, hey.
2: We should do our cereal uh, giveaway. Oh,
0: yeah. Do the cereal giveaway. Woo.
2: So on Twitter, we had almost nah, um, nah, 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 21
0: nah, nah, nah. retweets. 21.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we had some Facebook entries, some Instagram entries. I got all the names in my automatic uh, sorter here. It's like a big wheel.
0: You ready for me to spin the wheel here, yeah. Jerry? Now is this going to go more smoothly than last time?
2: Yeah, I got it all prepared this time. I, mean, okay. I know what's going on. And what? when we do our next giveaway, which is going to blow people's dicks right off, then it'll be even smoother. Wow! I had to pause for emphasis. Uh, so I'm going to hit the spinner here. You can uh, you can't hear the spinner noise, but it sounds like this. <laughs>
0: Do, 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 do.
2: ask man. later <laughs> what <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh someone named steve triber St- uh, no way from the facebook oh what <laughs> i don't i don't know man that's just what the name come, oh, came up what a. That I don't guy. know who you are steven i triber. do
0: Oh, well, Jared
2: does apparently. But uh, if you would uh, kindly message me with your mailing information, I would be happy to send you a box of uh, 100% probably not edible uh, (laughs) cereal because it is long past expiration. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I have to say for legal reasons, we do not recommend you consume this or anything consumes this cereal. Uh, but yeah, we can sign it for you for a price of, what, what do you think we should charge? Like $20 a signature
0: per letter, per letter.
2: Oh, even better. Well,
0: see you're cheap, right? You're two.
2: Yeah. But I would include my last name.
0: Oh, wow. And so my that, confirmation that, that, see, that's, that's just greedy.
2: I would include my confirmation name as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Which has a lot of letters. Uh, so there you go. Cereal in, uh, in the bag.
0: My right. friend. There you, d- you did it. We did it. Nice and clean.
2: So I do have... I don't have a ton of DS9 for you, Jerry. I know you're going to be disappointed. I only watched two episodes. What the fuck? Two and a half. I
0: finished.
2: I know. I know you did. I finished. I R- and you're on to Voyager already. I know. But you got to put it into perspective here. I watched Jules and Jim, And then I watched the four... Our snyder cut and my friend no. it took me more than a day to watch this thing of course it let did. me just let me just emphasize that for you so do you want me to talk about the snyder cut or would you like me to uh talk about DS9? well
0: let's just get ds9 out of the way
2: okay well and it's like i said it's not as much as you would want but the snyder cut took out four episodes so i would have had six
0: and you're just oh you're just like watching these like you're in like the oh man you we well, wait. You wait.
2: I know. I know. So God. where we left off was 703. Yep. So 704, I put uh, There's No Crying in the Hollow suite. I'm giving this a big fat four out of four stars, baby. Wow.
0: <laughs> really? I thought this episode was wicked. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's cool. I, I thought this movie, this this movie, this show... This episode, yeah. it's it's good. Like it's a, it's it's, it's a very charming, fun episode. Yep. I'm, I'm I wasn't sure uh, what you were going to, how, what your feelings were going to be on it, but I I'm I'm, it. I'm glad you really liked it.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I mean, who doesn't want to see Wharf hit some dingers? I actually thought it was funny that uh, Wharf couldn't play baseball because they were really counting on him.
0: Yeah, and, and he's the warrior, but he's, uh, he, yeah, he's he's supposed to be the athlete. And I do continue to enjoy uh, these like offhand comments about Bashir being a genetically enhanced doctor. Uh, it's like you're like they're mm-hmm. always talking about it's like, well, in his brain, He's his he's genetically yeah. enhanced in his brain, but we've yet to like really see that be demonstrated in reality. Like, it's, in any it, other way? Yeah, like it's so weird. I don't get it. Like. Is, is, is he, was he so... Like, how far... How much work was done to get him to this point?
2: Well, I mean, especially because in the next episode, you see all the other genetically oh, enhanced people, and you're just like, how fuck. is Bashir the standout God, on this? God,
0: that episode. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, we, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I actually... I really like this one because it's like... I mean, we all know Cisco is baseball dad, space dad. Uh, and um, I don't know. It was actually like... <laughs> this is the kind of one-off that I, I actually kind of, I, I really enjoy. Like it's such a weird thing. It's like the Vulcans and it's like the Vulcans. What? <laughs> like what, what a random like, like group to pick to have in here. And then uh, I just like the dynamics in here. I really liked Rom. Uh, he's very bad at baseball, Jared. He's well, very
0: bad. well they, cause they don't, I don't think Ferengi's sport. No,
2: but He does save the day.
0: So what's this episode about? This episode is about uh, an old Starfleet rival of Cisco's, uh, Mm -hmm. who's also a captain of a, is it a Vulcan ship specifically? Yes. But it's in the Federation kind of realm, but it's not Mm -hmm. Starfleet. But it's like a, it's 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 like Captain Sonos or something like that. It's a very typical Vulcan name. But like he, like, man, being a, motion-free Vulcan. He is an asshole. And like, like, it's like, this is an emotion, is it not? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's it's kind of a curious thing. Because like, he's like, I want to beat you, Cisco. You won your, oh, I, I congratulate you on your winning the, uh, oh, uh, medal. I won that medal just a month before. For the second time this year, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just rubbing it in. <laughs> and uh, well,
2: I I imagine maybe he's not a hundred percent Vulcan. Like he, I, you know, new Spock is half human. Or wait, well, I or, mean...
0: G Spock was half human too. Yeah, uh, not my boy. I, not,
2: was, I meant um, new Spock is emotionally unstable because of his half human stuff.
0: That was but, like old Spock too.
2: Well, he didn't he didn't let it loose too much though.
1: Ah,
0: pain.
2: So maybe Continue. maybe it's
0: one of those situations. No, he's a Vulcan. He's just a jerk. He's just a dink. Yeah, yeah he's a big dink. So he challenges Cisco to a baseball game. Baseball. Oh. And so Cisco's like, I mean, we all know Cisco is a big baseball boy, like Sam Sanchez, and uh, he he gets the team together using all the principal actors of DS9, who of course are not baseball players. They're just people, oh. and they're going to be going against the Vulcans, which. Uh some may recall Vulcans are faster and stronger than humans, just naturally. Sp- Denser bones. Yeah. Spock like fucked people up all the time back in the oh, yeah. day. We, we always forget about that. It's like, oh yeah, I know. It's kinda like uh there was a clip that popped up on YouTube for me of when Riker was prosecuting uh whether or not data was property or not. And oh, and, okay. and when data just bends the steel bar. <laughs>
2: Yeah, data could fuck people up too. There's always one, right? Like, so Spock could, data could, Worf to a lesser no, extent. No, Worf
0: sucks, man. Worf always is getting his ass beat.
2: I know. Well, that's that was my whole thing. Remember, I was like, I want to see Worf like actually throttle some dudes, uh, but like Klingons are all talk. They're all talk, dude. Kaplock. Kaplock. Uh, they're all talk. I had perfect Klingon mm-hmm. like, the dialect there. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's a baseball challenge. There was not enough hot dogs in there, this. There, I think there's, there sh-
0: there's a training montage?
2: There is, which I liked. Uh, I think there should have been a scene where it's the dugout where it's a break. If I was filming this episode, Jarrett, there would have been a nice break in the montage where everyone's eating a hot dog and you scan across, and it's like a nice little, nice little break, Jarrett. That's what I would have done, personally.
0: Right. So, yeah. So, it's all about the game and coming together and Cisco's expectations. Fucking Cassie shows up again because, goddamn, that character just... It just comes and goes as she pleases. Mom's I mean, wife? No, uh, Cassie Cisco's. Uh, oh, Cisco's lady. girlfriend. Yeah,
2: yeah. She's just around when, whenever, like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like part of like. Uh, I think cause she actually probably has like a career outside of Star Trek, and so she has like she was intermittent, and they kind of was like, "Hey, you can be like a a cargo captain of a ship, and so mm-hmm. you're you're gone a bunch." Yeah,
2: but I mean, she was also like, like because. I know she served her time, but, like, I thought, like, was it a reduced sentence? Because I thought she would have been in jail for longer. She did, way like, back, treason.
0: Yeah, that was a way, That was a while back, though.
2: You know? Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: I just now, thought she got out too what, soon.
0: What did you think about these schlubby Vulcans? Like, oh. where, where it just looks like they're just slapping wigs on <laughs> to, like, people. I, I actually, <laughs> like, I liked that. But I, I kind of laughed because I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, they're so dumpy looking. It's probably like also when you're filming this stuff in natural light. Uh, like uh, out, They're yeah. actually outdoors. Everything looks a bit goofy. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it comes to that thing too where um, they have to like – because I, I always remember like with the Ferengis, they used to have to put the little uh, headpiece on the back of their uh, makeup, right, to hide the seam. And that's why the Kardashians have the, that ridiculous hair of theirs uh because they because yeah. they're hiding uh seams and uh that...
2: i did, i thought it was just because cardassians liked big mullets
0: uh, i mean that maybe that's their style
2: in a sense Yeah. in a
0: sense in a sense
2: yeah no i actually kind of i kind of like the schlubby Vulcans. so i was like these guys are fun i'm on board with this whatever whatever um so those guys are cool and it's then, and, uh, and, it, and it
0: ends with a moral victory
2: It does, which I think is important. I think this is what they needed in this time of war, you know, because there's always there's all the doom and gloom. And it's just like, let's get back to uh, let's get back to some good old American baseball. And Jarrett. So that was good. I like that episode. It's fun. Uh, And then after that, I have 705 uh, Drama Nerds again. Uh, And this is. I don't know a low two.
0: Yeah, uh, like it's
2: I, it's fine but it's not good
0: I think yeah chrysalis is this episode my only note is yeesh because <laughs> there's a yeah. fucking song and dance number
2: there is and, and that's a well,
0: big no from me
2: that's a big matzo ball to just throw on people there um yeah this thing was like those guys are such nerds anyways but uh the, mm. the singing thing I was like oh my god
0: yeah yeah, Not so good. the 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 super geni- the super mutants the super geniuses from a few like last season in the episode that I thought was okay you were less like you less liked uh, and I thought that that episode when it first started was going to be this episode but no mm-hmm. this episode got that covered because they're they're back and uh, because they, there's like the mute one that can't talk uh, Bashir semi cures her. Yeah, and then then they start falling in love because <laughs> Bashir will Which, fall again, in love. He falls in love with anything with he's... a pulse. But that's just fucking like Riker in Star Trek too. It's like it's the same like trope in Star Trek of like, oh, you're a vi- you're a you're I'm a man, you're a woman. Let's do something about it. That, that like... that's every Star Trek episode pretty well. Whenever there's like a love story, it's it's just like that, and you're like, okay. And for yeah. one up, ep- and this person will never come back, so you already know it's ill fated. Yeah. I just find, like,
2: I think Bashir is very predatory. And I know Riker was, too. But Riker was openly horny predatory. He just, <laughs> uh, he's, like, he's like, I'll have sex with anyone in this room. And you're like, all right, Riker, that's fine. Yeah. But uh,
0: Bashir is sneaky predatory, which okay, I feel like yeah. is worse. Yeah. So that I mean, so is that it? You only watched these two episodes?
2: I watched half of one more, which was shaping up to be a good one.
0: Yeah, tr- uh, treachery. Or yeah.
2: Something. So, I mean, I watched half of it, so I don't know what uh, what you think, but I I thought the half wow. that I've
0: seen was good. My, my 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 notes here are basically Damar alcoholic, and Jeff Combs unsung hero of the series. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, and 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 by the end, like I am telling you um uh, here's a spoiler but not really from episode 17 on it is like one mad rush to the end so i would suggest trying to uh arrange it so that you can try to watch those last 10 episodes in like as much of a weekend as you can before between episodes
2: yeah well i'll i'll get up to 17 and then i'll wait until i actually have the time
0: yeah right yeah, because those are like actually, you know what? On really, uh, it gets like from the, this is like the worst episode I think for uh, a a little bit. Uh, there is. forza the,
2: the one with Jeffrey Combs.
0: No, so um, from this point, for this episode on, uh, I think like the the next episode is okay. I think like there's another one coming. It's like yeah, there's it's it's kind of hit or miss for a little bit. There's mm-hmm. good. There's meh. There's bad. But then yeah, you get to seventeen. And that's some good stuff. And, then, and that from from that point forward, uh, there's a reason why people talk about the show so well because there's like some really good episodes in the last ep- like ten.
2: Well, I mean, I know why people talk about it so well,
0: anyways, because like it's got good stuff. But that last run, though, like you'll, when we when you get there, you'll. It, I was kind of like, man, that was really good. <laughs> it blew you away, huh? It it, it really feels ahead of its time it, it, feel, it finally feels like the show people talk about
1: mm.
2: people say we're ahead of our time hmm?
0: we're too we, ahead we
2: yeah as a podcast community i see well i'm excited yeah i, I will get there i'll get there okay. but you have to understand the snyder cut was a, a huge investment of my weekend journey.
0: oh my god so what do
2: you what do you know about the Snyder Cut so far? Because well, I'm sure you saw all sorts of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's really, um, really goddamn annoying. <laughs> I, I, I hate the Snyder Cut. I hate the fans of it that don't, who still aren't shutting up about it. Like me? No, even you haven't even begun yet. I'm just talking like online because yep. now it's like now, now this is a, an example of why you don't negotiate with terrorists. Terrorists, because now. Now not now. it's just not just release the Snyder cut. Now we want to release the Snyderverse. And restore the Snyderverse. Restore, yes.
2: Yeah, because they're moving away from it now, which I actually think is probably the best thing.
0: Oh. So, yeah, anyway, I, I'm i pretty over the, the internet shit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen some people talk about, like, they've muted all tweets with the word Snyder in it, which I think is actually not a bad idea.
2: Yeah, but how are you gonna get Snyder sausage updates?
0: Uh, isn't that with an I? What about
2: Snyder pretzel updates?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, pretzel Snyder. I don't know. I, I'm I don't know. I think I could live without knowing what's going on with there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I watched two and a half minutes of the Snyder cut.
2: And you were so impressed, you just turned it off, gave it five stars.
0: Uh, no, I just was like, I don't, I don't think this is for me. I don't think I can do this. I mean, I, 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 I I don't think I can handle uh, this like prolonged bellowing Superman and and then I see like fucking Batman's costume and I just go fuck I hate it I don't like I don't like this I don't want this mm-hmm. I, I I don't like the way his movies look
2: Yeah that's fine uh, Yeah
0: They're, I I don't know You don't I, have to like Snack I Smack I, 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 I like I'd, I'd have to see how I feel about uh, BVS again
2: um, Kate. So, yeah. Okay, wait. I'll get there. You you finish up. Okay,
0: but that's about it. That's kind of where I've left it. Will I get yep. around to watching it sometime? When like, because I'd want to watch it with my full attention, allegedly. But yeah. it's four hours long, and I mean, after two and a half minutes, I was already like kind of annoyed, and I'm like, I just don't think this is worth it for me.
2: Did you? Uh, Nobody you... needs no one,
0: no one needs to hear me dump on this movie. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, how impressed were you with uh, that that stat I gave you, that 21 minutes is slow-mo of this film?
0: Yeah, 10% of the runtime is in slow motion. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing that I'm concerned about with uh, the the weird fan meme stuff is people Mm -hmm. like the, 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 like I said, the, the sons of Batman on Facebook, (laughs) they just share Snyder quotes of like, Oh, look at this. Like thing, this time he said something like he's such a great human being. Look at this. He, he didn't even get, he, he, he didn't even get paid for this. Isn't that amazing? Or he, if it was up to him, he would have made a cyborg movie before justice league. And And that was his mistake. You're like, what if they wanted? A cyborg movie. No, because I'm pretty sure have. they wouldn't have. I guarantee you, they wouldn't. It's all. Have.
2: It's all here. It's all. It's just ugh. like they, all they, the cyborg stuff is in this already.
0: There you go. But yeah, I the, the culture around it. I don't know. I I'm not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. That's
2: fine. That's like the Fight Club culture, right? <sighs> uh, I I will say Zack Snyder does seem like an okay guy. Like uh, in general, I mean, he donates to a lot of charities. So movies aside, and like this movie too, I think has a big like suicide awareness thing because of his daughter. So it's like, that seems nice. He seems like an okay guy. Sure. He just likes things really slow and really, really loud. you know what I mean? um,
0: Yeah. I mean, he kind of, for me, he falls falls into that Michael Bay camp though. Yes. As far as, uh, he has this definitive aesthetic that is like, which is like what I liked about batman versus superman was it felt Mm -hmm. like it was directed by somebody yeah and compared like which like the the marvel movies just feel like they could have been directed by any jobber
2: those are cookie cutters
0: right but that's the formula right is they want everything to kind of be interchangeable including like whatever is when uh terrence howard says i want more money they go goodbye and no one cares it's like we moved on
2: and that that is one thing uh, I I agree 100%. Zack Snyder movies, you know, like you can tell you're watching one of yeah. these guys movies. Well, so it does feel different.
0: Like this is the thing is like I what I, I watched Dawn of the Dead in theater when it came out and I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I when I rewatched it, I thought it was terrible. Yeah. And right. I never watched 300 cuz I did not time. I did not like the way that movie looked. Time and a place. Watchmen's like whatever. I don't care about it. I, I've got, mm-hmm. I've got the comic. It's um, mm-hmm. whatever. It's what it is. I and I never watched a uh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch is or great. um, whatever. Uh, Owls movie.
2: Owls of Gaul, Legends of the Guardians.
0: Yeah, never seen that.
2: I saw that on a plane. It's fine. Um,
0: Man of Steel is yeah. is kind of pants. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that I mean, it movie's pants. But BBS is uh, I I thought it was okay. It was okay, yep. and then yeah, when I watched uh, the the Whedon, the Whedon the Weeden Whedonized Snyder, truncated Justice League, mm-hmm. I was like, this movie's horrible. Everyone, yep. like, this is, that's it. So and now yes. there, and now there's this work, and it's like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Okay, I just so
2: wanted that's back. that's
0: where that's where I'm at. Uh, I like I said, wh- whenever I popped it on the two and a half minutes, I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this and I turned it off. That's not a I don't know. But I like, think that's fine. Yeah. Some some, Maybe some, in people, a couple some years. people some people might take that as a judgment. I don't know. I just know that uh, what I was seeing I was like, "Oh
2: boy." Maybe in a couple years. You know what I would recommend? If in the next 5 years if you ever felt like watching more Zack Snyder, and I can't stress this enough to anyone, watch the director cut of BVS. It is the, it's the superior DC comic film of the Zack Snyder universe it is it's still it is way better than this I think the director cut of Batman v Superman I think uh holds up way better and like when I was watching this it actually made me want to watch that one instead uh and like not that I think this is like outright bad or anything like that like I'll get there but uh there were just certain scenes like um that reminded me more of BVS the director cut and I was like man that thing's good I like that thing. I think it's actually um, has a lot to offer and is decent. So I think that is if you ever felt like you needed to watch something, I would watch that one. OK. And then if you like that one, you could watch Justice League. So here's my take on Justice League. Um, I am a Zack Snyder. Uh, what What is the right word? Empathist, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, in the sense that. I don't mind Zack Snyder. I, I like some of his stuff. I, I like Watchmen quite a bit. Um, 300 is fine. BVS Rage Edition is, <laughs> fuck, it's good. Uh, and then this, um, there are there are elements of Zack Snyder that I like a lot. Some of it is outright goofy, but I kind of like that. Uh, but then there's also Zack Snyder things that I'm just like. Mm uh this one i felt it a lot more so i think this is fine uh it's definitely like it's definitely better but i don't think anyone questioned that than the Josh whedon one uh it's just like it's an actual movie it's coherent it has an actual like story to it that makes sense and there's all the scenes like in between uh i i haven't watched a ton of comparison stuff but i've watched a few and it's just like <laughs> The amount you see cut out, you're just like, oh, okay. I, your
0: your praise is like so funny. It's like I, praise. It, it's a movie. It, it, it it's like it tells it a is. whole it tells a whole story. It's like whoa. Yes. And now it's like, oh wow, that's big. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, com- compared to know, but the other one, it's like it's like oh boy. It functions as a, a complete cinematic movie good or bad it's like well it could be a bad good one bad. but it checks these boxes as opposed yep. to the previous thing which like i don't even know if that were part of the problem it's just like it's just, it's just like that ending and everything getting yeah. to it, it's just like who cares
2: so i i will say like i'd say the general story is pretty much the same like it, it follows the same thing it's just right. like every scene in the like the theatrical release has about ten extra minutes to it, oh, cool. and actually, like, ball- like, tell more things, right? Like, I, th- I'd say that's the major difference yep. here. And it's not like the scene ends and then there's the ten minutes. The ten minutes is taken from the whole scene somewhere, and then they just like, they picked out the one minute that they want out of the ten minutes, and they're
0: like, "This is what we'll include." So one one thing I'm guessing I'm thinking about now is like, so what what did they do with the uh, the mustache removal stuff?
2: There, it, there's none of it in there because all of Henry Cavill's scenes were filmed before he grew the mustache.
0: I see. So now they so, reshot everything sans stash.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, right. they didn't have to – re. apparently the only reshoots were for the end of the movie where uh, your buddy Jared Leto comes back. That's the only reshoots they did allegedly. My buddy. Uh, But, yeah, like, none of that stuff is in there. So, like, the Superman scene where he, this one he does get resurrected again. And I know you're a big – Batman would never be pro-resurrection, which I agree with. Uh, But like that, the cool, like the scene I actually like there is when his eyes are moving and watching Flash, like that's all in there and then it just doesn't have the do you bleed scene where it's like the close-up on the lip. Like that, that was all (sighs) the stuff they did with the mustache. So none of that is in here. Like Hmm. it was never filmed to begin with. Um, But yeah, it's just like an extension of all those things. But I would say like, I think the actual storyline is pretty much the same with the addition of you get an actual story for flash you get an actual story for cyborg like mm. you have actual like i'd say there's probably 30 minutes of cyborg story and 30 minutes of flash
3: um so and then it's quite a bit
2: well maybe not 30 for flash maybe like 10. 15 but uh you, what? you get a lot of cyborg
0: 35 yeah what's the difference
2: 50 and two hours uh and then you get a lot of steppenwolf Jarrett.
0: oh that's what i mean i, I wanted some more syrian heinz.
2: i mean i actually thought he was pretty good in here there is a scene where he grabs uh, like seven harnesses of horses and then he just starts to wing them around and i was like holy shit that is violent so there's a there's some pretty extreme horse violence in this uh but then you do get some apocalypse stuff and you get your boy dark side in here for quite a bit actually mm. i'd say he has like five minutes of screen time okay so which doesn't seem like much but it he's there enough um so it's like like i said it's definitely better no one would ever question that there's lots of zack snyder stuff that i i do like uh there's some stuff that's like super goofy but I actually kind of like it. Like there is an emotional scene with flash where he is slow-mo grabbing a a foot long hot dog. And I'm not even kidding. Like that's an actual emotional scene in this movie. And uh, Mm -hmm. I kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's some goofy stuff. Like I don't like um, in wonder woman's intro, she has like a, there's a guy like shooting a machine gun at a crowd of people. And then it's like super sped up her like dodging or like deflecting all the bullets and I think that looks like not good like it looks like absolute shit kind of
0: it's kind of like the Wonder Woman movie clips that I've actually seen like yeah
2: like I I don't mind Zack Snyder's slow-mo but this scene where it was sped up I was like this looks (laughs) like I just I was like this is just dumb like it just looks stupid so I didn't really like that um I think they really Ben Affleck's Batman is not the same in this movie as he was in BVS I like him a lot in uh, Batman v Superman because he's just he's so fucking angry and miserable I love it it's so good and it's just him working out it's amazing this one like it's a complete
0: 180 in this one is he he moving giant oversized tire wheels again
2: no there's not even a single scene of him working out in this and I thought it was horseshit but I really like miserable angry mad ben affleck batman and he's not he's not that anymore so i was like "Mm, that's a bummer uh and then one thing that i actually again like that made me want to watch bvs more is the scenes with superman superman's not in this very much he's he's maybe in it for 20 minutes like at most uh but the superman like tied in stuff like lois lane and martha kent uh i think that is the best part of this movie actually like I, i and like i think that's was one of the best better parts of batman v superman as well as like how he plays into that story and i really like that and i was like i wish i kind of wish he just did more superman stuff off of this and i'm with you too like on man of steel it's like man of steel is whatever but i think he did a good job with superman and batman in the last one and then in this one superman's just not in it until the end and it's like i really could have used i think we need that a little bit more you get more emotional stuff from cyborg and flash but it's it's not enough i don't think
0: do you think that um because we already have a remix of neon genesis evangelion with king mm-hmm. of the hill i mm-hmm. think we could use like a king of the hill man of steel uh remix like oh. man, man man of hill man of propane and, it, and it's I, and it's 100%. And it's about and it's about bobby bobby and and kevin costner as hank hill
2: 100% and, I, I like, and
0: he's like maybe <laughs> <laughs> like should we? Well, I was eating my hero cake while him... the
2: horses were drowning,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like maybe we should, him, should we let him die? Maybe we should maybe we should let him die. I don't maybe. know. Maybe you should some, let him. Some die. Terrence Malick uh, affectation in the filming, but but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's already there in the the best moments of King of the Hill. The, exactly the the, the pastoral uh, banal beauty.
2: Ooh, pastoral banality. There's a lot of Catholic guilt in this, and a lot of uh, Christ-like imagery, which I know you're uh,
0: really aware. in a in, in a Zack Snyder uh, in Superman a Zack Snyder film. Zack yes. Snyder and Superman is, is Christians. Oh yes, baby, Christo. So oh, yes. I'm just like I'm looking over my um, my letterboxed people's okay. reactions. Uh, a lot of the. Local boys I know they seem to mm-hmm. be more positive on this iteration. I think I think, yeah. I, think you, I feel like you're in that camp.
2: I I mean yeah I, I'm positive. I, I mean on, though, on but...
0: the on the whole it's a it's a lot more positive than I've seen yep. uh, in others. Uh, on, on the other hand, there's some some hard objections, and then um, yeah. I think there's some glowing praise uh, <sighs> with it.
2: Yeah, I'm not as reactionary in the sense where it's like, as much as I did joke about like Snyder cut stuff, I am happy it happened. But like, I, I'm not going to just be like, yeah, amazing. um, Because it does have, it does have some. Well, problems.
0: I mean, this version is definitely going to be way longer than, oh, yeah. than it was, yeah. than it would have been. Wouldn't like, it they, they, they would have never let this movie come out at four hours in theater. <laughs> Like, but he was given. It was just yeah. like to do format. Well, because at one point it was going to be like a episode, like six episodes yeah. or something. Which I mean, like, how do you think that would have worked as is? Not as not as well because yeah. yeah. like they probably they, they might have so... realized it didn't yeah. work as like uh, weekly released uh, installments.
2: Yeah i mean the the part thing is kind of silly anyways
0: you don't need the like the chaptered
2: off segments in this it could have just been kept going it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from it but it's like you don't have to have that in here either it's just like a black like it actually has the title card come up like part three change machine or whatever <laughs> or don't count on it batman <laughs> like that kind of stuff Banana. uh so there's yeah it's like i said um I'm happy this exists. I'm positive of it. There's a lot of stuff I do actually I I thought was really well done. I do think and I'll I'll take anyone down on this. The director cut of BVS is the superior film. And it's probably it's up there for the top of the Zack Snyder pantheon for me, I think. So uh, that's up there. Um, The Superman stuff, I think, is the best. We could use more of it in this. The Batman Wonder Woman stuff. Not so much. Uh, Cyborg and Flash. There's some good stuff in there Uh, uh well, for those two, and Aquaman is just there. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, like, you haven't really brought up Aquaman. He's and, just I, there. I, I know you're a, a big Aquaman fan.
2: His intro is like kind of super goofy. There, where a water main breaks, and he comes through the water main, and I was like,
0: um <laughs>
2: "What <laughs> this
0: is real? Okay."
2: And I was like, "Is this actually where he his entrance is here?" I was like, "That's kind of <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> but okay, okay." Uh, but yeah, so Cyborg and Flash, they're good. Superman is good. The other guys are just kind of there. The one thing I actually kind of have issue with is, uh, they fucking, they marginalized the shit out of Darkseid and they made him a real bitch, which I don't, I don't like at all. Uh, so like you see him come to earth, uh, and fight the old gods. So like. Uh, Zeus and Ares because they really were building up the Brian Azzarello Wonder Woman universe. Okay. And there's like Lan- Green Lanterns and shit like that. But, um, so Darkseid comes and he gets hit by a couple arrows and then he's almost dead and he has to get taken away. And I was just like, I was like, uh, is this supposed to be like the, the big bad of the universe? And I was just like, that's kind of a shitty way to introduce this guy. And then later, like they keep him in the background, which I think is better. Um, like i like that he was there but i was like i feel like he should be a lot more imposing and menacing and like even like steppenwolf he's fine but like as soon as superman comes up he he just kills him basically so there is a there is a decap in this as well which i know you're probably interested in
0: (laughs) it all climaxes in russia again Yes.
2: Yeah, and that's what I mean like it all kind of follows the same storyline. What about uh there's did, just more. Did, is
0: do they lean more into like the Batman 666 stuff the the Morrison?
2: Yeah, so the the there's an epilogue which is more of the nightmare uh like timeline and so yep. I did I did read what Zack Snyder's plan was and that was supposed to be Justice League 2 and 3 is that that, that yeah. actually comes true. And so he said Wonder Woman. uh, So Darkseid would come uh, to Earth um, because like in this one, they're doing boom tubes with the mother boxes and all that. But uh, the mother boxes get destroyed. So Darkseid would actually come to Earth, kill Wonder Woman and Aquaman, uh, kill Lois Lane and then Superman Adams. Yeah. And then Superman would blame Batman. And then so Superman gets persuaded by Darkseid. And then it's in the epilogue, it's Batman, Mira cyborg flash death stroke and your buddy mr society the joker uh and that that scene is not good <laughs> it is not good it's just jared leto like talking about stuff and batman being like i'm gonna fucking kill you and you're just like okay <laughs> uh that i i I loved the nightmare stuff in. Uh, that's what they're calling it, and that was the nightmare. Yeah, uh, I loved that stuff in BVS, but uh, mm-hmm. this scene, it's just like, I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Jared Leto's Joker. I just he does a uh, Jack Nicholson impression,
0: oh, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> which I wasn't a fan of. But uh, so did you? Did you hear about the two other DC characters that are in this? No, just because I know you're a comic book boy. So the Atom is Ryan Cho, uh, not as the Atom yet. But uh, your buddy Martian Manhunter is in this.
0: Uh, Is he a green guy with a blue cape?
2: Yes, he is. I think you should Google Martian Manhunter (laughs) Justice League. I want you to have a look at this really quick. Because I I think some people are a little positive of it. His body is entirely CGI. Well, yeah, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, but his head looks does look like makeup prosthetic kind of. I just want to see what your take on this is because I'm not totally sure.
0: Uh, I kind of like that he's smiling. Does he smile? <laughs> well, the one I'm looking at, he looks like not angry. Okay, let me let me try to look this up myself too.
2: So he's like, uh, I mean, because
0: essentially, for people who don't really know, he he would be like the Vision in the Marvel movies. Yeah. But he's, uh, he's one of my uh, he's one of my my boys. I, I love uh, Martian Manhunter. I have, oh, I do too. I've got uh, okay. I've got like I think oh, oh, when I was like more. Uh, Buying like a little bit of toys, a little bit of toys. I had like mm-hmm. all these Martian Manhunter toys. I have like my uh, somewhere. Yeah, I've got uh in in package R J Superpowers Ooh. Martian Manhunter.
2: Well, that's okay because that was
0: like it was weird because when I was a kid, um, I think it was Shell gas station. They had like a, a promotion for Superpowers figures. Like you yeah. gas up and get like you'd get a one for like cheap or for free, and that yeah. was like really cool because I would. But I remember like getting. Martian Manhunter, I'm like who the hell is this green guy? <laughs> and then you learned, oh, Martian Manhunter rules. Wow, well, I mean, for the options there are for Martian Manhunter comics, uh, I don't know. Rules is a hard. <laughs> that might be crossing the line. I think the character is cool.
2: I, I yeah. think Martian Man.
0: They've cool. they've never uh, lived up to what my like my dream Hope. booking would be for a Martian Manhunter comic. It would yeah. be Martian Manhunter and Aquaman hanging out. But it'd That'd be like cool. it'd embrace the uh, sad bastardness of it because, because <laughs> it's like yeah. Aqua <laughs> What is it? Aqu- uh, Martian Manhunter's weakness is fire.
2: Fire, yeah. That's cool. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that would that would be so cool.
0: Aqu- Aquaman would be a good person to have around because he's water based.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they would just yeah. kind of just hang out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well,
0: because it would be like like sixties Aquaman. Yeah, like orange orange Aquaman.
2: Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. I was just curious because it's like I said, I wasn't actually sure what to think of it. Uh, and he ha- he does get screen time. He has a like a minute or two where he actually has dialogue and well, talks well, as this is, Manhunter.
0: This is big uh, big spoilers for people who, who gave a shit. I imagine that they've already watched this.
2: I imagine nobody cares at this. I, point. I can't believe but it. Like
0: I actually can't believe I just discovered this from just you. Just now? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's also a Green Lantern in this. It kind of looks like a. Uh, like a chimp, like an ape a little bit, but he's got, like, a huge underbite with, like, fangs. It's just, like, a random thing that they created for this, but uh, there is a Green Lantern in this as well. But, yeah, Martian Man, are, it's like I said, like, I am not, I wasn't sure what
0: to think. You've seen this Green Lantern thing? That's not a – that's a character. Who is it? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's, like – he's a, he is a Green Lantern, I think. If it's, like, basically okay. graphics I'm seeing, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of CGI things he he's kind of like he kind
2: of looks like a chimp but he has like an underbite with like like big teeth that come up over yeah like this
0: I think yeah that. i didn't
2: i didn't recognize him yeah i don't doubt that he was a person but
0: <laughs> he's a cgi thing in a movie yeah
2: he dies oh he's only in he's only on screen for five seconds and then he gets cut in half
0: uh, but. what is this? See, look at these stories. Zack Snyder threatened to quit Snyder Cut after studio pulled new Green Lantern scene. I doubt that. It's only, he's only in it for like two seconds. Yeah, that's that's a, one of the things they're trying to pull, and now they're going to put out a black and white version, despite it already being mm-hmm. very desaturated. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but
2: no, I don't know. It's um, I'm happy it's here. I'm happy I got to watch it. It's got some good stuff. It's got some not as good stuff. But I think we can all agree that no one likes Jared Leto. That's our major <laughs> takeaway from this, right?
0: Uh, Yalan Gurr. Well, not one of the more famous Green Lanterns, Zack Snyder's Justice League introduces Yalan Gurr as part of the history lesson story, even though he was in the theatrical cut and had a similar fate as how he dies, by whom that is the big difference. Um, oh, Dark and, Side and, and, and uh Kilowog.
2: Oh well, Kilvog is in the nightmare. Yeah. Um, sequence like the the uh, premonition, and
0: he's dead. Ah. He's just there, but he's dead. Yeah. So you got that going for you. Yeah, they can. Well, they're not. They're not committing to a Green Lantern
2: anything yet. Well, there's supposed to be an HBO Max TV show, I think, focusing on Jon
0: Stewart and Guy Gardner. <laughs> Fuck. I love – oh, my God.
2: Last I heard. I, I just
0: looked up Yalan Gurr and went to the Green Lantern wiki. The the accompanying graphic for this is awesome.
2: <laughs> okay, send it my way. Though, I maybe. will.
0: It, this, is, this should be your tattoo. Instead of Ernest Borgnine? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry, Aaron. I mean, maybe you should redraw Yalan Gurr. I mean, up your game. Uh, uh,
2: this this is very good, yeah. I can see why Zack Snyder went with this. Yeah. Like, that's cool. It, it actually, that's like, it's
0: actually good. I like Yeah, it's, I I am. Yeah, I'm not much I'm not sh- bullshitting here. I think that would be a great tattoo. Fuck, that would be, that would just be a cool, like, like, that's a, life like, a I,
2: like a pin that you could pin onto your coat or something. Oh, mm-hmm. Yallinger. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. He's fun. Say his name. Say his name. So it's, uh, what I'll leave it at is I think that if you ever get the itch in the next couple of years, I would recommend if to anyone, if you haven't seen the director cut of BVS, watch that first. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And then get to the Snyder cut,
0: but you know, Cool.
2: Yeah, that's it, man. What about you? Did you paint any figs?
0: I did. Anything big, good? Big, big painting. Okay. Many figs left and right, man. Okay. Started like throwing this stuff up on Instagram, and you uh, did. I already have I think uh, half as many followers as the Criterion Creeps does in like Jesus in like two weeks. That's, yeah, uh, nobody
2: follows us on anything. No, eh? That's no, why we can never get any traction, and John Criterion no, won't no, call us.
0: No, fuck him. Fuck him. Uh. Gary, get a new hobby. It's over, mm-hmm. man. Cause you know why? Cause fucking Criterion why? Collection. They're putting out uh, this Wonka Y collection, and they're fucking editing these movies. They're they're like George Lucasing in the restoration. It
2: seems like against uh, what they do.
0: Well, you know, Car Y says jump, and Criterion goes how high?
2: Huh?
0: Apparently, I saw so something that So, Wonka Y was
2: the one who wanted to edit them.
0: I don't know. I think so. Something like that. Oh, okay. Oliver Granger. I'm, I'm, hopefully this isn't speaking out of turn. He messaged me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and he said to put Frank on suicide watch. So oh Frank, God. if you if you still exist, if you're still out there, and you haven't already taken your life, wow. Um, so apparently Criterion Collection, uh, I invite the audience to join me in starting afresh, as these are not the same films, and we are no longer the same audience. And then Criterion, that's like a Wong Kar Wai quote, I guess. Many of the films in our World of Wong Kar Wai box set are presented in new versions that feature adjustments prompted by the restoration process. Click the link in our stories to read Wong's director's note in which he explains what compelled him to make these changes. Jim Jarmusch, his response was lit or fire. I'm not sure which. Does he mean this is sweet because I'm a Criterion simp? or burn it I don't know and other people are like I wish this would have been advertised in the box that's description to not have the original versions of these films available seems like a travesty particularly if one of Fallen Angels most signature shots being cropped arguably mangled says a guy and someone that makes a comment Wong Kar Lucas and other people go this sucks <laughs> well that's too bad yeah did
2: I didn't know anything about that but that's uh yeah that's too bad it's too bad man
0: it's the way it's the way she goes sometimes I don't even know what else to say other than
2: that's too bad <laughs> yeah that's too bad that's a shame as uh, Seinfeld would say that's a shame that's a shame yeah well are you uh, gonna get me get meat buy a copy for me because I don't care if it's edited I'll still take it
0: well it's he'll set you back a cool $200 Canadian
2: yeah but you're gonna pay for it <laughs> yeah sure you know sure pal do it for me <sighs> you got any news um did you hear about they might release the the Snyder cut if fans <laughs> demand it enough uh the Snyder Pierce- cut Oh, here's some DC news for you. Pierce Brosnan cast as Dr. Fate. Iconic. Huge. Huge. I know you're a big Pierce Brosnan fan. And Dr. Fate, for that matter. People are going to say, it's just like Dr. Strange, man.
0: Yeah, that'll probably happen. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of bozos out in the world there, RJ. I'm not sure if you're aware.
2: I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. But that's it for me.
0: We're cool. Off. Awesome. Well, let's uh let's talk about some French bastards of the goofy variety. I was gonna say, how how goofy are they? Pretty pretty goofy. Okay. Some might say. After the break, um, we're gonna go fight in World War One. What kind? Uh, the the good kind.
2: Of fighting, or the good kind of war?
0: The good kind of World War One. Oh, we, we walk away with our faces intact, our lungs intact. It's not too bad. Um, maybe a little, uh, maybe a little uh, shocked. A little, fa- a little, maybe a little uh, fatigued. Sorry to say. Mm. Okay.
1: Fall is here. Hear the yell. Back to school. Ring the bell. Brand new shoes. Walking blues. Climb the fence.
3: sujet qu'on n'a encore jamais osé traiter à l'écran. Une femme peut-elle aimer également deux hommes C'est le thème du chef dœuvre de Henri-Pierre Rocher, le sujet du nouveau film de François Truffaut, le réalisateur des 400 coups. Qui c'est, Jules C'est moi. Et vous Jim. Jim et Jules, alors non, Jules et Jim. (rire) Jules et Jim, deux hommes, deux amis, bouleversés par la même femme. Vous êtes deux idiots. Un, deux, oh. Une femme généreuse et sincère, à la recherche d'un bonheur sans jalousie, sans mensonge, sans hypocrisie. Catherine n'est pas spécialement belle, ni intelligente, ni sincère, mais c'est une vraie femme. Et c'est cette femme que nous aimons. Cette femme, c'est Jeanne Moreau, la plus grande actrice française, qui vous fera rire et vous fera pleurer. On a été vraiment heureux, tous les deux. Mais nous sommes heureux. Enfin, moi, je le suis. C'est vrai. Oui, on restera toujours ensemble, tous les deux. Comme des petits vieux. Avec Sabine et les petits-enfants de Sabine. Garde-moi près de toi. Jeanne Moreau. Oscar Werner. Henri Serre, Marie Dubois. Vanna Urbino. Basiac. La petite Sabine. Un film tendre et cruel, inattendu comme la vie. Je crois que Jim m'aime. Oh Julie. Moi aussi je t'aime. J'y m'aime là, épousé-la et, et laissez-moi la voir. On s'est connu on s'est reconnu on s'est perdu de vue, on s'est reperdu de vue, on s'est retrouvés, on s'est réchauffés, puis on s'est séparés. Chacun pour soi est reparti dans le tourbillon de la vie. Je l'ai revu à un soir, aïe, 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 ça fait déjà un femme bail, ça fait déjà un femme bail. Tous ceux qui ont vu Jules et Jim ont été bouleversés par la sincérité, l'originalité et la beauté du nouveau film de François Truffaut.
0: We're back. This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Jules and Jim from nineteen sixty two, directed by Francois Truffaut. The tagline for this film, RJ A Hymn to Life and Love. Oh, like a hymn, like a like a church hymn? Yeah. Uh I
2: guess. (laughs) I, I I guess. (laughs) I don't
0: know. <laughs> in the carefree days before World War I, introverted Austrian author Jules strikes up at friendship with the exuberant Frenchman, Jim. Both men fall for the impulsive and beautiful Catherine, but it's Jules who wins her hand. After the war, Jim visits Jules, Catherine and their daughter, and in their Austrian home, and discovers not only that his feelings for Catherine are unchanged, but also... That they're reciprocated.
2: Ooh, ow! Ooh. Is that good? Ooh,
0: ooh, ooh, Yeah, I don't know.
2: Do you? Is that the sounds that come in your head when you uh, <laughs> when you think about this movie? Just
0: married to children uh, audience sounds,
2: and then like a toilet flushing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no pig,
2: no pig. Yeah.
0: So Jules and Jim R.J. Yeah. Um. You, this is a movie that I have seen before and mm-hmm. you have seen before.
2: Yeah. Much to the surprise of uh, some of our listeners out there. Mm hmm. Uh, one. And to, I'm not going to gonna their, name it
0: to, 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 to like, almost anger.
2: Yeah, I won't I won't name this person, but uh, someone from the southern hemisphere uh, had a uh, a lot of issue with me having seen this film before and they asked why. And they're like, how is it a rewatch? And it's I've seen it before. That's all I can say. I don't know, Jer. Yeah. I don't know. I, and this wasn't even a movie I watched with you or anything like that. Uh, I watched this all on my own, baby,
0: mm-hmm.
2: all on my own. I, fuck, when was that? Maybe five years ago. I don't remember. You know. mean in
0: more innocent days before we started doing this podcast?
2: <laughs> I watched it, uh, in February of 2015.
0: Uh, when, when, uh, popping in a criterion was a treat. It was like, Oh, this, this is oh. A, this is a, what a treat to myself. Watch a Criterion.
2: Ooh, what a treat!
0: You're not yeah, exactly uh, taking my medicine.
2: Um, well, yeah, but some people deserve that though, and you're definitely one. This is your, this is you making good for the sins you've committed, Jared. That's what this podcast is.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, there, Yes, yes. So anyway, so yeah, um, this was mm-hmm. a rewatch for me, and one that I was looking forward to because I watched mm-hmm. this movie. A few years ago, and uh, uh, it really it blew me away. The first time watching this, it I, blew you away. It blew me away how how much I like really really liked this movie. Okay. Um, it it's, it kind of was what I wanted from French New Wave movies all along. I didn't realize it because I would go into say a Breathless or Four Hundred Blows, and was always kind of left uh a little disappointed, a little underwhelmed mm so how come I don't like I don't know these these movies uh their reputation precede them, and you hear about how these are like revolutionary things, and like everyone still loves them that it's like fifty years hasn't passed or sixty mm-hmm. years haven't passed at all, and these are just as relevant and great as they've ever been, and then you watch them and you go. Oh, that's it. I I feel like a lot of things have been absorbed into the, into other things pretty effortlessly. And now these are kind of more historical documents rather than uh, like movies yeah. in themselves that you watch and go, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, we haven't actually watched. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We haven't watched Breathless yet. But the first time I saw Breathless uh, in my, you know, 21 year old days. I thought it was like pretty cool. And then I tried rewatching it and it was like, there's a lot of people just talking in rooms. And of course, now that we've watched, uh, many, many Godard movies, it's like, this is just about couples talking in rooms.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I agree with you. I own breathless. I bought it before we started doing the podcast. And then once we started, I never watched it. So I've never seen it, but one day, um, but I'm with you where, uh, I was always under... People talk about French New Wave very enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, yeah, that sounds like my game. And then, <laughs> like you said, we watched all these Godard films, and I was like, I guess that's not my big 400 baby. Blows,
0: uh, Truffaut specifically. And, I mean, we've watched those uh, Donnell movies now, too. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, these are these vary in quality.
2: Yeah, that's... Uh...
0: I mean, yeah, my, of I of know. the of that whole uh, suite of movies, I, I think Antoine and Colette's my favorite um, of those five, and it's also more of like a short film too. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the French, the French are assholes, Jarrett, as I I know you're well aware.
0: Uh, that's that's your opinion.
2: It's not my opinion. That's the opinion of the Fairley brothers. Let me see. I'm just sharing the sentiment. That's all.
0: <laughs> for those who have seen this movie,
2: yeah, and for the people in the know, but, I, I,
0: I hear you. It's still, yeah, it's, I know you these, know. These are your words.
2: Yep, I know you know.
0: So, um, what is it about Jules and Jim that works so well? Well, let's let's, I don't know. let's, let's talk about what this movie is. It's it's a very simple story. It's it's a uh, love triangle. Seems inaccurate to me. Um, it opens up with the the meeting of two friends, but nothing in this movie is about its story in itself. A lot of it is in its mm. telling, which really, to me, feels so al- alive and fresh, so quickly paced. We Ooh, but, but we have things like fresh. we have like but we have stodgy things like we have like a voiceover narration, and yeah. it's it's a period piece in yeah. you know um you know. I guess, like, yeah, Bohemian France. Uh, and feudal France. Feudal France. <laughs> feudal France. So <laughs> are they serfs? <laughs> Perhaps. I don't so know. We may- never got that may- far into it. It Mayhaps. Uh, I, missed yeah. a, I missed that week in French history class. So, just not paying attention. I just wasn't paying attention. So th- yeah. Thank goodness for Truffauts, Jules, and Jim to fill in those gaps. And RJ on this podcast <laughs> to really add the uh, additional uh, material.
2: Yeah, I'll do the heavy lifting if you yeah,
0: can't. Yeah. You know. uh, so th- these guys are fast friends. They, they just hit it off. Uh, and, yeah. we're t- and we're told that these are, uh, uh, become very close. They just, I don't know. It, they kind of, Truffaut's like, you know what? You don't need to see how these guys become friends. You just know that they become friends. Uh, Jules is from Austria. Jim's a Frenchman. And mm-hmm. they, they learn a lot from one another. They learn one another's language. They, they just... They just hit it off. That male camaraderie, male mm-hmm. male companionship, and mm-hmm. uh, one of one of these things that these these lads want to do though is they they want to meet some women. They want they want they want to make it with some women. They want to do what with the women, Jurek? Make it. Could you describe what that means? <laughs> achieving depth. Uh,
2: excuse me. Achieving what? <laughs> so Wait, do you mean emotional depth <laughs> absolutely sure okay yeah i'm i'm ready okay yeah i'm ready keep going
0: yeah so i mean the first like half hour is just like nonstop little like vignettes of mm-hmm. them just doing stuff hanging out doing whatever getting front massages <laughs> which i was like whoa <laughs> he's getting a little chest massage <laughs> like, you
2: ain't never got a chest massage from one of your boys
0: well, this wasn't from like a friend. This was this it was an individual being paid. But uh, it's not very often that you see the front massage. It's usually the sh- uh, the back shoulders and not the front.
2: I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. But C- I mean, kind I,
0: of. <laughs> wow. Well,
2: I mean, I've seen a lot of front massages. Really? In movies? TV shows? Oh, in movies. Um. No, that's a different game then.
0: <laughs> okay I see. Yeah, uh, so I believe it's Jules. The the, the one. Or sorry, Jim. He, he meets. They meet a girl who. How does it go? She's like it's not Catherine, but it's the uh, the one girl who smokes the cigarettes up. Uh, Flipped around engine? steam engine. Yep. We get introduced to her. Um, She's an anarchist. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She was uh, painting some anarchist slogans on the wall, mm-hmm. and they run out of paint. And her uh, her current boyfriend threatens, seems to be about to beat her up. So she runs away. She gets in a car or into a cab with these guys, and they're fast friends. But she just flits right out of their life. But we get a, kind of a brief exchange with yeah. her and them. And, uh, you know, they more friends. It uh, seems like, is it Jim? that seems to know all the... The artist that will be big 20 years from now, I think the narrator uh quips.
2: Well, yeah, because uh, the guy's painting and it's like, and that young man was Pablo
0: Picasso. (laughs) Is that what he says?
2: Uh, it's implied.
0: Well, it's like, yeah, look at look at these uh, these weird tribal looking statues for me to reference in painting.
2: Um,
0: yeah. On the Adriatic Sea, which, is, yeah, it's like kind of like the Picasso masks. And it's just like a slideshow using a magic lantern.
2: Like a green lantern? Yeah,
0: like green lantern in, huh. in, in feudal France.
2: Feudal France? Yeah. I think feudal France will catch it's, it's on. Like you're,
0: it's like you're describing a DC Elseworlds comic.
2: I mean, isn't what we're doing right now kind of an Elseworlds? Hmm.
0: <laughs> if you really think about it. I live my life like I'm in an else world. It seems. I know, I know.
2: Yeah, uh, that uh, she kind of just bails on the dude, goes with them because I don't know if you know this, Jared, but the French are the most spontaneous of peoples. <laughs> of the carefree
0: of of, of of the peoples
2: of the peoples, they're the most spontaneous. They're carefree. It's like whatever. I don't know you, but uh, it's better than this guy beating me up because I ran out of paint. Let's let's go for a rip.
0: Let's go for a bed. rip. And they do, and then she and then she leaves. Uh, they continue their merry march through life, and then eventually they cross paths with Catherine.
2: Uh, yes.
0: No. Yeah. And then what happens? Well, and there's like this whole thing with like that she resembles this one particular statue. Off the, the the island where they go visit because they have to go see this island. It is most so beautiful. So they just, they go get on a goddamn boat out know, to the Adriatic Sea and uh, check it out. That's what mm-hmm. you do.
2: Well, unchecked I passion and all enthusiasm.
0: Are you unchecked and full of enthusiasm, RJ? Have you been described I, that
2: way? I've been described as unbridled. Unbridled enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> unbridled lethargy.
2: Unbridled, uh, yeah, lethargy is a fine word. I, I, apathy, mm-hmm. perhaps, but yeah, unbridled for sure.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would mention at this point, probably, and I've actually now gone ahead and listened to this a few times, the score of this movie, mm-hmm. um, the, the repeating score by uh, Georges Delarue is so great. The, the the kind of this bittersweet, melancholic, um, uh, it's, it, there's arrangements of it, but it's a kind of the same piece kind of over and over again, like throughout the movie. Some might say that would drive them nuts. I think it works pretty uh, amazingly well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe up until the end, where it's like kind of this weirdly upbeat music, <laughs> which is like during a kind of a dark moment. But again, I guess it's the... Uh, ironic deployment of it, RJ.
2: Well, isn't irony what it's
0: all about, Jared? Isn't it all about irony? Um, (laughs) So anyway, uh, Jules really is into this Catherine girl. Um, And when Jim is like kind of brought over to meet her at this point, there seems to be a kind of an exchange of like, Hey, none of these women really mean anything to one another. We're just here for a good time. But this one, this one, he tells Jim, not this one, Jim, the other gym? the other the, the proverbial Jim. Gym? Jim, gym. yeah, the, yes, to Jim James T Kirk, but um, oh, I see. yeah, but which of course uh, uh, Wikipedia mentions, and I was like, oh yeah, it's the bit in uh, Life Aquatic. <laughs> not, not this one close. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't uh, put that together, but uh, now that you've reminded but, me, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Makes sense, and. Uh, I was going to say, and we'll get there, but, uh, this, this reminded me of Wes Anderson a lot, this little, uh, this little film, especially the first, uh, first hour or so you
0: actually what, the whole thing, you know, what this reminds yeah. me of, um, wow. and this is also mentioned it was, uh, the Goodfellas and like, Goodfellas. That, that, yeah. So think about the, uh, that the, the use of the voiceover and just like how it jumps through the narrative and mm-hmm. it just like, I mean, it's very, it's different. But I feel like this style of narrative, I don't know if there's very many examples of it. Well, the, the, also- the, uh, and like, again, th- this is actually, uh, Wikipedia, some, uh, wet list, cause it's called short list. They mentioned mm-hmm. this, talking about like the extent, like the narration, the quick cuts, the freeze frames. There's mm-hmm. a lot, there's a lot of, there's a little bit of that true, true foe packed well, in here. Do you
2: remember that scene too where Jules is, uh, he's cutting the garlic with a razor? Like he's just shaving the garlic with like mm-hmm. a razor blade. Yeah, just out of right out of Goodfellas, <laughs> right out of Goodfellas. Uh, actually, like yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it's it's got it's got a lot of those a uh, lot of those ticks, and so Goodfellas, yeah. Wes Anderson yeah. for me at least. But. Oh, yeah,
0: very yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah, well, because I, I feel that um, the lead um, or Jim uh, Henry mm-hmm. Surrey, he's got he's got that Adrian Brody quality.
2: He has an Adrian Brody quality and uh, Jules has, um, what's the name of the old guy who's in Wes Anderson stuff a lot, who is
0: in uh Cassavetes films Seymour? Well. Seymour Cassell? C- Seymour Cassell. He's uh, got a
2: Seymour Cassell look. Uh,
0: in one of the uh, negative reviews we'll get to, uh, someone mentions Dennis Hopper's twin brother. <laughs> no. A little bell- young, uh, young, young Denny. <laughs> I'd say more Seymour Cassell than Denny. Yeah. Denny Hooper. Uh, he's got that no. look of the other guy. Uh yeah a little bit yeah I mean, he's got that other guy look I think yeah so um so we get they hit it off uh, one of the games they play is Catherine uh dresses like a man with a mustache is running around like I'm pretty sure without a bra and a sweater and it seems like no, wow. no, no, no nobody seems like these these dudes that who's like who's like asked for to bum a cigarette off this guy doesn't seem to notice this and you're like come on <laughs> it's like look at that that's that's that.
2: I mean, I've been asked, I've been asked for cigarettes from people in disguises before too, but I, I've never, like, I've known, but I didn't want to draw attention to it because it's like maybe they're running from them something or maybe they're running mm-hmm. from themselves, Jarrett. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've been asked for uh, a lot of people have asked me for so. uh, for darts on the street. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, and then they say thank you, ma'am, and move along. Yeah. So yeah. so we get a nice little uh, carefree running down the, this big long bridge out of breath. <laughs> so spontaneous. It's, it's so great to be alive. Yeah,
2: it's great, man. Oh, the it's days when, uh,
0: the days when we were young. But uh, so the, the one thing yeah. that it sets up really well and like it's so important that line of uh not this one Jim because it sets up tension for the rest of like the next I don't know half hour uh mm-hmm. because every time there's these scenes where Catherine um, is like wants to have these conversations with Jim, and then Jim comes and helps her move. Jim helps put her out as she lights herself on fire, as she lights pieces of paper on floor with her like flowing nightgown. Mm-hmm. Um, and her life is spared. And you are like, well, I mean, who? I, I don't know. You you would have been at fault there, but uh,
2: I mean, we're all kind of at fault. Yeah. If you ask me, don't,
0: don't set, don't set paper on fire like that next time. Um, please. Yeah. Just be better in general. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's sort of this tension of like, well, Jules is thinking about, uh, you know, getting married to Catherine, but I mean, he's also ignoring these signs. There's those eyes going on between Jim and Catherine. Catherine wants to meet with Jim one morning at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not happen. But it, it's one of those like they dismiss each other. There's a man drinking a great deal of wine at seven mm-hmm. at seven in the morning. He's drinking his coffee.
2: when else do you drink would you drink your wine?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Good point. I mean, if not at
2: seven in the morning, what do you drink at seven at night? What are you crazy? What are you wild? What are you out of out of town?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um. Well, he doesn't arrive, and Jules and Catherine announce they're getting married. Jim's like, "Well, so it goes." Mm. And then, mm. and then, of course, war strikes. What kind of war? The Great War.
2: The Great War.
0: The Great War. So mm. uh, Jules has to go back to Austria. Jim joins the French army, and uh, we get we get a we get a montage.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We get no you know, war reenactment stuff. It's like raw war footage kind of used. It works. Um, the war, and then the war ends.
2: Uh, but then what happens after the war, Jared? What happens
0: after the war? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Jim's shaved his mustache.
2: Do you think it's like to show that time has passed?
0: (laughs) I think that uh, it's a growth in character. Yeah. Yeah. And it demarcates a shift. Um, Ooh. yeah. How about that? You'll like, you'll like that. Uh, we get this really like, I think amazingly effective little scene of Jim returning, or he's going to visit Jules and Catherine at their house. Um mm-hmm. and you get this like thing of like Jim visiting these war memorials and like these sites and, yeah. like, and it's like really well done. Like, I don't know I thought I was like, Oh fuck. Like that's actually uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs>
2: uh, no, I like it. it does kind of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, well, not out of nowhere, but uh, I think it it goes goes longer than you think it would as well. Yeah. For me, you're just like, ah, oh, man, they're really giving this, uh really letting it breathe. <laughs> it's not that long. I felt, I don't know, it felt long to me. It's what, like two, three minutes. <laughs> wow. When you say it like that, two, three minutes. Hey, two, three minutes of screen time is a long time, man. <laughs> It's not like it's 20 minutes slow mo here, like you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get it, you get it. Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah. it. 10% of its runtime.
2: <laughs> what's 10% of Jules and Jim's runtime? Uh, I don't 20 minutes? No, no, I mean, like in terms of what, ha- like the content in the film, like it, <sighs> 10% of Jules and Jim is mm-hmm.
0: uh carefreeness,
2: carefreeness, yeah.
0: Laissez faire, because because things start getting uh, this thing, uh Jules is not in a good place, and I I, I kind of no. find it interesting that they don't really make a point of talking about like Jules' state of mind <laughs> beyond the fact it's like oh hey, Cause so so uh, Jim's a writer now. Like mm-hmm. they're all they're both writers, both trying to get yeah. their work down. Uh, Jim was trying to be a, writing a novel that never could be finished, but now he's a a, a journalist writing mm-hmm. about his his journey, and that's and that's part of why he goes to these memorials as well, is because he's writing on this too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jim arrives. Jim's got all these projects in the air. Uh, there's a one dis- There's a, there's one discussion. I can't remember how exactly it went, but uh, he's telling Jules about his meeting with his editor. Or sorry, school mm-hmm. is it the teacher? Uh, wh- about like find the, about find, what, what what to do like I think it's his professor because he goes to school and his professor tells him like what what would you like to do oh yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah it's like a professor or something like that
0: yeah and he's like what would you like to do I would like to do this he's like well you're not going to make any money doing that mm-hmm. and he's like well just be curious and make a living doing that. See, that advice seems to serve Jim well in this. Jules gets to uh, create little swamps and like mm. work on a children's story, and he just like doesn't leave the house. And uh, it's uh it's like oh, so is this um, PTSD? Is is this like followed up from the war, or, or or is it just like maybe he's just depressed? And or it's like the relationship as well with Catherine, who is a person that. Definitely feeds off of the uh, attentions of mm-hmm. of uh, others, and once you're married, have a child, it's like, oh, I'm I'm bored with this now. I want I want to keep going beyond this, and it's like, well, Jules is does is not that person. It never was. Yeah, but these are the lies that we sometimes tell ourselves. I mean, Jules too, like you like you
2: said you could say like is he okay and you'd be like you okay man but uh there are some times where he does seem like genuinely happy at times like when he's with his kid you know and he's in his rocking chair he's grabbing
0: he's he's like grabbing onto her and holding onto her for dear (laughs) life
2: yeah yeah he's just holding onto her because i think that's like his the one thing he actually has joy in is uh Mm. his his kid and uh his rocking chair and then when that that one piece of shit guy, what's his name? Andre or something is
0: oh the the guitar
2: man. Yeah, and he's like in the rocking chair as soon as he gets up, Jules goes and sits down and he's mm, uh, my chair. Albert. Albert Albert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy stinks.
0: Yeah. He's he's Adrian Brody too.
2: Yeah, he's definitely Adrian Brody ish. Yeah. In the same vein.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, so Uncle Jim, he he comes and uh there's hanging out. Having a good old time. The the spark is still there with Catherine and Jim. I mean, Catherine's mm-hmm. a, a fetching woman. And uh, it's boring out here out in the country.
2: Well, there's not much to and, do, and, in and
0: then we're filled in on the the history of, like, Catherine's goings-ons about mm. just like, oh, you know, she just has these affairs with guys. Jules is fine with this, I guess, or maybe that's why he's so depressed. And uh, but well, I think or, 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 he's just kind of like It's a mixture of both. It's like, well, you know, I could keep together, and uh, yeah, I've got my daughter, so it's all it's all great. But uh, hey, you know, now that now that Jim's here, uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. and we got we got along so so well. Uh, yeah. And so it's like, well, well this is great. Like, we can all just like be together. We can just like, you guys can do what you want to do with one another and I'll be here. We'll still be married and it'll be the perfection. Um, I, I think it's at this point, there's kind of like this, like uh, again, like the great use of the sort of like the um, motif of the score that kind of comes back in these reiterations where they go out kind of like walking, like the four of them uh, with, the, with uh, Sabine, oh, the daughter, they go, they go down to the water. Yeah, And the music's playing. It's like, oh man, this is so good. <laughs>
2: I, I like the banality of some of the dialogue where it's like, Jim had a headache or it was like, uh, Catherine had a headache. Jim was fatigued. Jim wondered if they had kids, would they be fatigued? Would they have headaches? And you're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, what's going on right now? But it's good stuff. I do like it. Some mm-hmm. of it's a little, little wacky, but, uh, I do like a good,
0: good chunk of that. So, um, yeah, Jim goes back home to, uh, back, back to France to break it mm-hmm. off with with his like kind of on again off again partner, uh Jill Bear, the mm-hmm. the one uh, the one who she's kind of like at this point very used to this. When he's like, "Uh yeah, so I uh, I'm going to go live with them now." <laughs> she's like, "Okay." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, she's just leaving." I'm like, "Well, I guess I should walk her out or whatever." She's like, "No, nah, I'm fine. I'm done." And then as they're leaving out, uh, steam engine appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's all changed, and she gives her uh, backdrop of what's been going on with her life. Very active now; she's with an undertaker. Good for her; she's very happy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jim goes back to uh, back to the house in back in Austria land.
2: Uh, yep,
0: feudal Austria.
2: Feudal Austria. He goes for a little little uh, trip, and uh, maybe he's uh, might even rekindle an old flame, Jared. Mm-hmm.
0: Potentially. Potentially. Well, uh, so yeah, they just start living together. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they they live they live that life. They're even like it's like hey, you know, Catherine. It's like Jim. So Jim wants to have have a kid. Let's have a baby. <laughs> let's, let's let's like this will be great.
2: Isn't that the logical thing though that people do where mm-hmm. it's like how to save a relationship? And it's then, like
0: and we'll there, I and think and, have and a kid. Jules is squ- hell, up in his room working on his books.
2: Uh he's trying. He's oh. doing what he needs.
0: So, yeah, so there's the one thing I want to note too. I believe it's when Jim is back in Paris um for his like quick little stop in. Uh mm-hmm. there, there's a scene where he runs into a guy, like one of their old one of the old chums from back in the day and there's like a bit where he introduces this woman that he's like, "Yeah, she's great. She doesn't talk." Like it's just about sex. And she's like and she like he like yeah. knocks her on the head and she has this blank expression and he tells mm-hmm. her to say goodbye. And she says, Goodbye. And I'm like, What the fuck is this? Like it's that's horrifying. It's like It's old it's old days, Jarrett. Old old times. Old Old timey old, guys. Old timey misogyny, if you will.
2: Yeah. It's like one of those front massages that you were talking about earlier.
0: <laughs> just like a front massage.
2: I mean it's almost the same thing, no? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that that was like, huh? Yeah. Curious. And then, um, so yeah, th- th- the tensions begin to build with Catherine and Jim and Jules and Catherine, and weird jealousies and like kind of the uh, the reality, I guess, of having a polyamorous marriage relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's gonna be some ups and downs, man. Yep. Some ebbs and flows. And some highs and lows.
0: Now, and then we kind of get uh we get this little bit of actual full-on melodrama where uh where he decides that uh Jim decides he's going to leave.
2: Yeah, he's had it. He's had his fill. He's like, "I don't know how you do it, Jules, but uh I think yeah. I'm I'm this, done."
0: And she pulls a gun on him. He, uh yeah? Yeah, and he he snatches that gun
2: away. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't want to be left. She's no. not the person. She's not someone that is left. She's a princess, mm-hmm. as is pointed out.
0: Mm-hmm. So she. So he takes. He takes off out the window. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he, he runs away, uh, and then uh, kind of they do. a There's like a time jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, Jim continues living his life, and then one day they uh, run into each other at a theater.
2: Uh, yeah, just by chance, Jared. Just and he's
0: that's what that's what happens when you run into people. It's by chance. It's not so calculated. Spontaneous. It just happens. Yeah. Uh Jules throws some popcorn. Gets his attention. They're like, "Hey, it's, fuck who cares about this news reel before the movie? Let's let's get out of here. This is before television. You got to watch those news reels to know what's going on in the world."
2: Well, I mean, how else are you going to get your news? Exactly. Like you can't you with know? the newspaper. The,
0: the main <laughs> the, news. the, the the mainstream media?
2: With a man in the White House, I don't uh, think so. In feudal France. In feudal France, Yo, they have a White House too. No.
0: Where's uh, the Blue House? Uh, green. Green. Maybe they painted it. Like a Perrier. <sighs> yeah. Well, think just think like everything's back to normal. Things are going uh-huh. great. Uh, they go for a drive, but there's something weird. There's a little something off. There's some weird comments being made by the narrator about about Catherine's driving. <laughs>
2: uh oh yeah it's it's funny like um so andrea uh i kind of told her before going into this i was like i was like it's a good show uh i was like i think you'd like it and she's like yeah i'm not really feeling like a 60s black and white french movie i was like yeah that's fine whatever but uh, she came down when i was like an hour in and then watched the second half with me uh and so when she said she wasn't interested i told her what the ending was um and then she came down, and it was leading up to it. And she's like, "They're like they're laying this down pretty thick." And I was like, "Yeah, but if you didn't know it was coming, would you still think that?" And she's like, "I think so." She's like, "They're really they're really hammering this thing that the uh, the way she's driving." Well, and then, and then I think it happens really fast. Like the what happens?
0: Well, no, next. but see, they say, but no, that's not. See, what happens is they first say this. They make there's like this. Yeah. the narrator observes, and then they stop, and then they. And then Then they they, they picnic. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's like, then of course, there's like the whole thing where she says, Mr. Jim, I need to speak to you, which is like this ongoing gag, I guess, in the movie of like, her always having to bring him aside. And Jules is like, well, okay, we're, we're friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then they get into the car, and then they're just like, "Oh, everything's good, everything's smiling." And then you're like, "Wait a minute, she's driving right toward that broken bridge that goes right into the river." <laughs> and then they it goes right over the edge, and then they drown and die. Yep. And you're like, oh, "Huh." And then the next parts, I
2: think, I think right after that, then it happens pretty fast, where it's like, it's like picks up with the narrator and Jules. He's like, "So they died." And we had a funeral. They fished and, her out and uh, they fished their
0: bodies out of the water.
2: Yeah. And he's like, and then, uh, yeah, we, we did the funeral thing and we got the cremations. And they want to be, she want to be scattered, but I didn't want to do that. So well, it's, we, illegal. Uh, into, it's, yeah, illegal. it's illegal. It's illegal
0: to do it. And then you have this like, kind of like upbeat turn in the music yeah. as uh, Jules walks away uh, with no one in the world. It's like, what, what happened to his daughter? I guess maybe people don't bring their kids to to funerals to don't bring your kid to well no, yeah to, to go bury to uh go cremate their mother
2: yeah i mean you maybe shouldn't but maybe yeah i i think that i think they wrap it up pretty fast at that point yes
0: oh yeah it i mean this is boom and, mm-hmm. and
2: out yeah they're like we done peace out homies just like this podcast
0: of <laughs> the opposite of that actually oh no Oh no but yeah
2: yeah. Wraps it up nice and yeah. clean.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a Jules and Jim fan. Um, it's, Tell me it, about it. At times it feels like proto Woody Allen, like a good Woody Allen oh, movie. No. Yeah, I know. But it, it feels like one of his, like a husbands and wives more than a latter day Woody Allen or even a, not so much a, maybe a Manhattan there's no no, uh, 17 year olds
2: (laughs) no not quite but there is women driving cars in that movie i believe no so it's got that going for it
0: but i think it's like depiction of male friendship is uh well done well observed very uh they don't belabor anything um i think the narration the narration uh works well the it has such a good pace like there's just i don't know uh, we, like especially in the beginning of it it just picks up and goes and uh, the score is fantastic um, yeah I think it's Truffaut's best movie of his that I've seen okay but yeah I don't know tell
2: me why else you like it
0: I don't know that's it there you go that's it what about you RJ Uh,
2: I also like this film nice which I'm sure Oliver Granger will be very upset about mm-hmm uh i don't i don't know if he's even seen this movie or not but whatever
0: uh Uh, as of as of this moment no
2: yeah i think it was just the the shock and surprise because this doesn't seem like a film that i would enjoy um but no i like jules and jim like um it's like i said i think uh i get a wes anderson feel from it and uh like the goodfellas thing i didn't think about but uh The way it's like, I think that first half hour is really sharp where um, it's edited well. uh, It's got good kind of fast dialogue and they really they don't waste any time. It's just like, here's two guys. They like stuff. They like the same things. These are things they like. These are things they don't like. They do things together. They're best friends. All right, (laughs) let's roll. And like they like rip through it pretty fast. Right. But it's it's kind of like you said, I think it is a it's a good depiction of like uh, male bonding. It's it's almost like wild hogs. Almost.
0: Almost. It's not quite.
2: It's not quite there. But does reach the,
0: those heights of wild hogs. Uh, few things
2: do, my man. Hmm. Few things do. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, like I like their like friendship and relationship. The lady, like she bums me out because she's very manipulative, and like I know that's the point uh, of it. And it's like, I mean, this is a real bros movie. This is a bros before ladies kind of thing, wow. I guess. Somewhat in a sense
3: somewhat
2: well in, in the sense that uh it's like they were jules and jim always had each other and Catherine was there and they both loved her but like she really she pitted them against each other right and she was very petty like not like my levels of petty but uh when she's not getting attention then she'd bring albert around right and it was just like this is this is like this is what they did and uh i think they they do address it like really well where uh Jim's like, well, why do you let her is like, how are you cool with this? And uh, he's like, you treat her like a princess and he's like, she, or a queen. And he's like, she is a queen. And she's like, we or We made her a queen because of the way we've always treated her and the way I do. And he's just like, this is he's like, it's our doing as much as it is hers. So, um, I think she is manipulative, but it, like they're comp- like compliant in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Jules is for sure. But like you said, Jules was in the war, man, and uh, he's just happy having his rocking chair and his little kid and writing stories about frogs and the swamp and stuff like that. And he write, I think, like this is uh, the prequel to Shrek, right? Because he writes that story.
0: <laughs> that's what that, and then and that and that man went on to write Shrek. Yeah,
2: Shrek. Uh, so um, so that's good. I like uh. I do like the interplay between them. I do find like there are times in this movie where I do get frustrated with the lady and the relationship that they're in. But that's just because it's not my big baby. So it's like uh, I would be I would not work in a polyamorous situation because I am shut in myself, I guess. Uh, but uh, I, I do find scenes or some of the scenes, there like frustrating because you are like, oh, you're like, just just kick her out she's gonna be shitty like this and bring albert around all the time like you know what i mean but uh it's just their life man and they're living it so they got that going for you and i do kind of i i love the abrupt like uh like not even like the abruptness of the the like the ending with the deaths it's just there it's just like and now they're dead and then so moving on and like, <laughs> what is like it just it comes and goes really fast, which I could see like some people not being down with. But uh, I do. I do like how kind of fast it goes through. So I think it's got a lot of the uh, markings of what uh, uh, current directors that people love have. And it's like I can see where kind of how you put it. It's like I thought this is what I thought French New Wave was more like. But then I watched more Truffaut and Godard and I was like, oh, I don't like French New Wave or French movies that matter Uh, they're goofy they're spontaneous and that actually that's another thing that i kind of gets me a little bit where they're so carefree that it's just like is this how people are or is this how people were because it's like i don't get it where it's like want to go down to the beach or like go down to the water sure it's like want to drive the car through the water why not it's like let's draw a mustache on let's have a disguise we'll do a foot race um like i i like or I like the scenes when they happen but the some of the stuff that they do where it's just like they're like walking down and there there's like a shoe and it's like a shoe and they'll throw it up in there and they'll be like huzzah and then they'll keep walking and like they'll find another shoe and they'll be like oh so it's uh the spontaneity of it is uh gets me a little bit but um those are those are minor that's my own thing where I'm just like it's like don't be as ha- don't be so happy be sadder <laughs> <laughs> Be sadder, Jarrett. Uh, that's that's what I'm going for. But uh, yeah, I like Jules and Jim. I think it's a uh, it's a good show. It's a good show. Good show. Good rewatch. <laughs> if you know what I mean, Jarrett.
0: So pretty good shoe.
2: You got any so other? People... Uh, um, I was just thinking. Of wisdom so, there,
0: I'm not. I'm not sure if it's like there. I was trying to find because like there's like a few things where I was like, man. Uh, this movie's got some issues with women (laughs) because it's like it does it's that it's that one character in the bar I think that really I found disturbing because it serves no real purpose like I I don't know I felt it was just sort of like thrown in and maybe it was meant to be funny and now it just seems bizarre because then there's also the whole bit where um, after uh, Jules Jim and Catherine go to the movie uh, mm-hmm. And they're walking along, and they're not paying attention to her, uh, but they're talking about a, I think it's like a, a Baudelaire quote about Baladair? Um, Baladair, Uh talking about, and it's about a uh, women and like just like f- ugly <laughs> like depiction, of it. but it's like one of those like late night conversations that uh, bozos have uh, where they just say things and they're like, oh, you know, they're very essentialist, um, and it's just like, oh, but it's like those are the characters, right? And, uh, of course, she's like, why aren't we, like, doing fun things? And then she's like, well, I'm going to go throw myself in the river (laughs) off this canal. And, of course, it stops whatever they were doing. And she does this a few times, Mm -hmm. Uh, like these little things where she brings it upon herself. Because she zones out. Because she's like, won't you look at me being sad before I met you? And now I'm happy when we're together again. Uh, I mean, it's just the character, right? I mean, I don't know necessarily like this is again could be pushing the boundaries of what people don't like to watch movies of characters types that they just don't like and then they object to it on that level but i mean in this it didn't bother me it just to me Mike felt like oh this is that's just the story of this type of character and it didn't like go beyond the range of like this is like a character who exists in a movie this is just trash um mm-hmm. this just seems like no this is the story it's being told and it makes sense it's that fine line it's, it's, a, it's a delicate dance
2: Ew! Don't don't use that uh, kind of language again.
0: Okay, I'm okay. sorry. I I apologize.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, it just it's not what I want to hear from you.
0: Okay, uh, and then yeah, I mean the 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 end of it, right? Like where it's like she becomes the like despondent, destructive, uh, petty woman who it's like, well, if I can't have you, I will kill us both. And you go, huh? And you're like. The true foe. is this about you and then you think about uh like 400 blows and it's like the attitude toward the mom <laughs> it's like it's a pretty oh, yeah. uh, it's a pretty ugly depiction of his mother <laughs> and you're like huh and this is his second movie uh
2: i mean i think he had some issues Jarrett.
0: i mean it's not uncommon in art at all
2: that people show their issues men,
0: men well men working through their issues with women Hmm. What
2: about women working through their issues with men? Does that happen ever?
0: Um the opportunity doesn't present itself as much. Not as much? Yeah. You know, That's too bad. It's not or it's not as regularized, I suppose. Uh used used to for now it's like when we go back and go, huh. Fascinating. The soft skin might have been sick. I'm just trying I'm trying to figure out what oh what is going on here. Sixty four. Wait. Oh, so I was looking up Fruit Truffaut, but it brought up his movies where he acts in them. That is not mm, what I want. Nobody worry. cares about that. Oh, Shoot the Piano Player is the second movie. Oh, okay, that sounds not good. Uh, well, we'll be watching it sometime Ugh. even uh, in the next year or so, I think. Black. It's it's uh his love letter to noir, RJ. Are you? Uh... Do, you not, do you I thought you liked those noirs. Yeah, I do. There you go. See? But Such a... I don't know
2: about this true show <sighs> guy, though.
0: Yeah. Your your negativity, RJ, sometimes it's very toxic. It's not appreciated. You
2: know what? Why don't you blow it out your ass? How does that sound? For your negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. People need to use that more.
0: <laughs> blow it out your ass.
2: Why don't you blow it out your ass? Because people, sometimes people have to stop and think, and they're like, hmm? They go, what do you mean? And this is exactly what I said. All right.
0: Want to hear from people who hate this movie, RJ? Sure. Well, there, there's there's several options, so I'll have to give you a okay. second to sort through this. This is Tad Helmstatler. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, that's a name. Yeah. One one, one star. This is a lengthy. Okay. This is a lengthy one. Okay. Truly, one of the most bewilderingly bad films I've seen. This is one of those movies that give black and white French films a bad name because it's so sullen, yet juvenile and annoying. This is worse than Cold War. What the hell is that ending where she points the gun at him? And then the actual ending where they kill themselves, which, thanks to a dumb transition card, we learn is several months later. After that initial incident? Fucking stupid. Stupid. I had started to watch this a few days ago after I got home from work, but I was really tired and actually fell asleep at one point during it, so I decided to leave it on the back burner for a bit. Usually, I have my movie of the day planned a week in advance. Oh, my God. But since my online wow. class ended up not watching The Treasure of the Sierra Madre today, I thought, well, I guess I can finish watching Jules and Jim. And then he went and got his groceries and... uh Fuck, who cares? Because I had fell asleep during it, I had woken up about the 45-minute mark. I figured I had been asleep for close to a half hour. So when I resumed watching it, I rewound it back. Oh, my God. Little did I know I went back a little too far and only realized after the fact that I was rewatching a good 20 minutes I vaguely remember from the few days prior. This is a hell of a review. Needless to say, I ended up rewatching a quarter of a film by the end, I'm convinced is one of the worst films I've ever seen. On a technical level, it's fine. Truffaut seems a bit playful in the beginning with some of his techniques, which I liked. But then, once World War I happens, the story takes that turn it never recovers from. Lastly, what's Dennis Hopper's French twin brother doing in this? Watch on what? the Criterion channel.
2: All right, Tag Helmstatter, if that's your real name. Uh, this person has like s- strange ish tastes. Like they're not like too out of line or anything like that. They did give Goodfellas uh five stars, so maybe they didn't get the memo that this is Goodfellas.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it. But like I thought everyone other
2: other one star films with Jules and Jim are like not another team movie and Transformers Age of Extinction. And it's like that's it five stars to things like little woman cleo from five to seven decalogue uh apocalypse now the game Blowout, the red shoes um punch drunk love stalker i don't know it's just like it's just criterion stuff that they five stars so that's what i mean it's kind of strange that uh uh, they were so negative on Jules and Jim because they love all other five star stuff mm-hmm. or all other criterion stuff, but uh, they don't have a ton of ratings to be honest. Or it's all in it's all in the threes and threes and a half. But they are an ASU film major, twenty one. Wow. So I I think that means they graduate in twenty twenty one.
0: I'm guessing. Maybe. I don't know. With that kind of writing, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Good for you, Tag.
0: Taj? Taj. Tag? Tag? Tog. Tog. Tagog? Tug? Tug. 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 How about Bernardo? One star. One of the most overrated films of all time, as most French films are. (laughs) Fucking, oh, it's so dumb.
2: Man, they fucking got him. They got him.
0: (laughs) All the French films are overrated. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that they're so so rated uh, as opposed to American films.
2: Hey, get a, get a, get a look at this neckbeard uh, quote in their bio. Uh, to become an adult means to know one's drinking capacity. Oh. It's in quotes, so I'm guessing it's from a movie or something, but uh, who cares? Uh, one-star films are just a ton of anime and then Moonlight the best picture winner, Moonlight. One. Is. This
0: is one star or five stars?
2: One star. Okay. So tons of anime and then Moonlight for some reason. Tons of anime. Five star films, Gimme Shelter. I mean, not really. More anime. <laughs> uh, mid-90s, the Jonah Hill film, Hellraiser. That's a good show. Uh, the Devil's Valhalla Rising. Weird. Miller's Crossing Climax hereditary five stars all right we know what's going on here now wow well, it's more anime as well dude loves anime
0: dude loves anime
2: yep story of our life hey uh,
0: Story of you know, life. uh one more maybe here okay these are so short though one yeah. star keegan heterosexuality is a fucking scam
2: i mean i think you're saying that to be edgy but like What's there to be edgy about? Another Agnes Varda fan here. They got Vegabond in their favorite
1: films. Because,
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, that, you know, it makes sense now. I get it. I get, I get it. I, mm-hmm. understand, I understand everything. It all snapped into place with that one favorite film. Uh, they don't actually, they don't have a lot of, they only have 31 watched films.
2: And they're all from last like last year. So this is a dead account, I believe.
0: Man, do people really think this movie is that boring? I just like I see this constantly in these. Uh, I mean, I guess if, if they're one starring it, I guess they probably wouldn't have enjoyed it very much. But I'm like, yeah. huh? This is. Uh, I, I, I watch a, i watch a few movies, RJ. I, I have to watch one at least once. Not a anymore. Week. Well, I watch at least one one week. At for, least uh, one for a long time. Yeah. I, and I I never. I would say I was never bored watching this movie. It actually held my attention the entire time, which I can't say for uh, a great number of movies of late. Even, even Sword of Doom, there was time uh, my attention mm-hmm. wandered. Uh, but Jules and Jim, I was along for the whole ride. Sword of Doom's got some junk in it. No. Junk in the trunk, as the kids say. As the kids like to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I mean, people don't like it, whatever. Whatever, you know.
0: Whatever. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> YOLO. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know any any final words on Huels uh, who, and him. Huels and hymns. Uh,
2: I think this is a good show. I don't know. I have no uh, qualms with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Th- I didn't find it boring as uh, other people have mentioned. So good. Not me. <laughs> not this guy. And not this guy. But yeah,
0: outstanding. Good show. Well. After the break um, the podcast asks us it uh, has something to say to us and it takes us for a drive and it takes us off into that watery grave
2: oh man I would I would give so much for that to be our ending
0: you ever look deep into the pop filter in front of your face and just wonder what is it all for I mean I can't see the
2: reflection but
0: it's probably for the best. Yeah.
1: Gonna hang up the phone to let me know you made it home. Don't want nothing to be wrong with part-time lovers. Let you know tonight's the night for me and you, my part-time lover. We are undercover, fashion on the ride chasing love up against the sun. We are dangerous, my
0: day-lovers, my night. RJ, <laughs> how carefree do you consider yourself on a scale of 1 to 20?
2: On a scale from Italian to French,
0: um, I, th- I would consider them both pretty high on that scale. How about, what about like,
2: Japanese to French?
0: There you go. Uh,
2: I would say on a scale of Japanese to French, I am Lithuanian.
0: Oh, that's, so you, that's, that, I mean, if you say so,
2: you can decide what end of the spectrum that that line, uh <laughs> falls on.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we all know a thing about spectrums. Everyone's on one
2: spectrum,
0: whether they know it or not. One or another.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, we're on Facebook pages. About, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on the
2: spectrum uh, of Facebook.
0: Uh, we're on the spectrum of Instagram. Yeah. Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's on the Barn Loaf spectrum. Yes, I am. We've got a Patreon. We've got a YouTube. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Um, um,
2: pfft, orange site.
0: porn, porno,
2: porno, Only fans. uh, simple nudes, uh, complex nudes. I Fun. think is another one. Yeah, yeah. So simple nudes, complex nudes. We're on yalinger.com.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, our boy yallinger Our boy yallinger He's a uh, yeah. We're we're
2: making big things happen over
0: there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you to make sure you tweet that out and uh, make sure. Uh,
2: the Yalinger. Yeah. Oh I, I plan to. Good. I yeah. plan to. Yeah, the, the he's yeah. the
0: he's the sensation that's gonna send this nation to great new heights. I mean he's the only thing holding this episode together, to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. In my opinion. But, hey,
0: next week. Yeah. There is no next week. It's a skip week, baby. Holy RJ. It's what shit. it's what RJ's been demanding
2: uh well I mean demand is a harsh one, but I think it'll be good for both of us yeah
0: it'll enliven the spirits because you know why RJ because mm-hmm. the week after that it's a it's a goddamn triple header my man
2: we need the we need the skip
0: week then we do, exactly e- yep. exactly there was no other way of splitting up these three episodes yeah we got it we, we we gotta make it to whatever number we're going to get to I don't even know
2: Whatever that'll end up being goddamn.
0: They keep putting these yeah. fucking Criterions out. Tell them to stop. <laughs> I keep sending them letters, and they ignore me. God damn it. John, John's an asshole.
2: John Johns? The Martian no, Manhunter? enter? John, John Criterion. Oh, not John Johns?
0: No, John John Jones is a sweet, sweet man.
2: Oh, okay. Good, good, good. I can agree. Well, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, if people don't listen to this other than uh, who was the last... Uh, is it Sam or Jackson? Who said they actually listened to me? Jared. Jared Berger, real guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well at least he'll know that there's no episode next week.
0: He'll, well, I mean, maybe he thought there was no episode this week. And now he's now he's gonna be Eventually. scared and confused. What's going on? Why are you when, lying to me?
2: When are we ever not scared and confused? Well, I'm not. Jared.
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, next uh two weeks from now. We're gonna be yeah. doing these uh these Andre Wajda war trilogy movies. A Generation from nineteen fifty five. Uh we got Canal from nineteen fifty seven mm-hmm. and and we have Ashes and Diamonds from nineteen fifty
2: eight. I love Wajda. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> have we watched Wajdas before?
0: Um no. <clears throat> Not yet. So this is uh, one of my favorites regardless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Of the wash? Nope. Yeah. I think, yeah. I've seen uh, many, uh, many a four plus star get tossed up on these bad boys. Will that tr- uh, stay the course when we uh, hit them in two weeks or over the course of two weeks? maybe maybe (laughs) maybe no promises
2: yeah uh i don't know maybe we'll never be back
0: maybe maybe this is it
2: maybe this is it that's okay
0: well until next time until next time
2: blow it out your ass